0: Good evening, everybody. Welcome into the show. If you're listening in podcast, you have no idea what has happened today. Man alive. But here we are, the live studio audience, six hours later, Bubba Joe, kicking off our show tonight. Welcome in, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, welcoming you into episode number 99 That's why I couldn't give up today, Bubba Joe. We had to do a show. Had to do a show. Uh, Let's see, hold on. Oh no. Oh no. The next show will be on January 1st, 2023. That means we're not gonna get to 100, Bubba Joe. We're gonna have to come up with something. We're gonna have to do- Too many days off, man. I know. Too many days off this year. This will be the first year that we haven't made 100 episodes. That's kinda crazy. Uh, good evening everybody. Welcome into episode ninety-nine. And maybe the last show of the year. We may have to try to make something up, Bubba Joe, just to hit that 100 mark. Uh, good evening. Welcome in. Let's see who's here on a talking track server sound off Heart Monster Max. Are you
1: counting the shows? Kicking us off Are you on counting 60. The show and Trader
0: Dick? I no, because they didn't let me tape it. So it's not up on the uh it's not on the episode listing. Far Monster Max on server 60. What's up, Mighty Croc? Take two from server eight. Thank you. Eyebrow on server 24. Gherkin on 184. <clears throat> and now my voice is going, baba. I've been in the cold all day. <laughs> this is terrible. This is awful. Captain Oblivious on server 29. Dragon Keeper on 52. Bernard on server 28. Noon Whistle on server 29. Sack Attack level 15, uh, or server 15, rather. LA Ravager on 44. JT Baba 156. Joker on server 16. Stradalorian... On Deep Space Nine, <laughs> Raging Ginger. Hello from 31. Thank you. Max on 26. J Berg on 32. Silver Hawk on 49. Demolition Demon on Server 57. Liam on 159. Uh, Crazy on Server 24. And me on 187. Counselor Hef on Server 20. Johnny Five on Server 44. Metaized on Server 24. Tavi Mosa on 20. Vic Nice on Server 40. Walker on 742, Chala on 15, and uh, the list goes on. And on 161 additional messages, Bubba Joe, <clears throat> and 336 people in the live studio audience, which is impressive given, us, given the fact that we had a false start earlier today. At, uh, for those of you listening in podcasts, man, what a day. What a day. We started the show, or we were going to try to start the show, earlier today at like 2.45, 3 o'clock. Literally, Bubba Joe, we are 30 seconds away from hitting the go button. Power. Power gone. Um I get on to more
2: than 30 seconds. You had just started another.
0: Song. Yeah, that's right. I had just started a song. So fine, maybe two minutes. Whatever. We were here. We were ready. And power goes out. Now, normally I, I do have a generator. So normally, not a big deal, Bubba. I would have just delayed a few minutes. I would have run some cable over to the house. And we would have had power out here in the studio. But on an unrelated yet stupidly terrible story, I have had the time of my life with Amerigas Incorporated. I swear, God, I don't know why. I don't know why. I I placed an order to refill my tanks... On November 25th, Bubba Joe, delivery by December 5th is what they said. All right. Well, they never showed. They never came by. So I called here like a week or two ago. They were like, yeah, we had a delay. We'll come back. All right. So today we lose power. I'm low on fuels. a matter of fact, the studio fuel tank is completely empty. Bubba Joe, zero gallons. All right. The one at the main house where the generator is still has about 10%. But, I mean, that's not a whole lot. And the weather has been frightfully cold, just very cold. So we've been we've been saving that for our heat, if if we need heat. And uh, so I didn't want to hook up the studio today and draw any more away from that propane reserve. So, but I, you know, listen, I'm waiting for no power uh, for the power to come back on. So I call Amergas, and I'm like, hey, you know, I, I now we're in a little bit of a spot, right? Like I've got less than 10% on my tank, and we have no power, so the generator's running. They were like, oh, well, we canceled your order. Oh, dear Lord, Jesus. Why? Why did you cancel? I don't know. System generated. The system canceled it. For the love of... I want gas, and I want it today. Do you I- forget to pay your credit card bill again? No! My balance is $0. <laughs> as a matter of fact, Aaron, as a matter of fact, I prepaid for my order. On November 25th, I paid 500 freaking dollars! $500 Just for like gas. Just like
3: you prepaid for your credit card?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Well, they make they make me prepay. I've never let them do a credit check. So uh, yeah, no, five hundred dollars. Sure. Uh, and and you're right, Wham. It's not that much. But I mean, uh, as far as you know, gas because that'll last me for many many uh, months. Uh, probably it, it'll for sure the rest of this winter and starting next. All right. So uh, I prepay for. I've got two one hundred and twenty gallon tanks. All right. And I told him at the time, Bubba, the tanks probably had like fifteen twenty percent, which is about the time that you're supposed to, to reorder them. Well, they canceled the order. They never showed up. So today, I'm like, you know, listen, I need the gas. Well, my generator tank is below 10%. It's got like 8% on it. So I'm freaking out. So I'm trying to save power. Didn't get gas. Fortunately, the power's back. But that's why I didn't run cables. So that's why it, uh, we didn't do the show earlier, Bubba Joe. But I had a full slate. I had a lot of stuff to do today. I have a, uh, a final holiday gift from community manager Becklex Plants. I have a holiday gift from myself to my dear friend, Bubba Joe. <clears throat> but I've been...
2: Uh, I am so excited.
0: For this. You, yeah, you know what it is because you asked for it back in June uh, you asked for it back in June but I had so much trouble finding the stuff today I had to actually ask you to send me the list again. Um so now he knows it's coming. But uh no it's really it's really very good so we've got that coming. Um it was- but it I'm, was
4: way more relevant back in June. I know, I, I was I know, I was today. reading
0: the lyrics and I'm like, Oh, okay, well, this is a little bit timely, but you know, whatever. We're gonna go with it anyway. So, but no, I've been outside. I've been fighting with the fire, I've been fighting with the stove, the gas company, all this stuff, I haven't had heat. It and so now now you can hear it. You hear it in my voice? The the uh, uh, uh. My voice is getting ready to die. <clears throat> Excuse me. So it's not. Uh, listen, this show is probably, and it's late. So what happens on late shows, Bubba Joe? They typically go horribly. Uh, whatever. We're just gonna see what actually happens. All right, we're gonna we're gonna give it a shot, and we're gonna see if anything uh, happens. My gas tank does not have eight docks. So, <laughs> so I'm I am running actually on on eight percent. And, and you're right, Joker. Mrs. DJs would not have put up with me draining the generator to do the show. Okay. So that's why We went into power conservation mode, Bubba Joe. All the lights were off. I turned the heat down to 65. Like, just, but. I, I
4: don't know if you saw. She asked us, did you guys lose power?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did. Now, I will answer this question, Joker. Were your miners out? Okay. Yes, they were. And, Bubba, when I got back into the game, no lie. No lie, I had two miners on zero nodes. Where you at, Wardod? Where you at, Wardod? <laughs> I had two miners on zero nodes, and they were still alive. I couldn't believe it. So, uh, anyway, yeah, yeah. if I run Picard, Beverly, Eurydice on my fuel tanks, I'll always have 5% left. I'm not sure that's exactly how that works. Um, but I'll tell Amerigas you said so. All right. Um, anyway, I do appreciate it. Thank you for the messages. A lot of people were a little bit worried about it, Bubba Joe, because I, I was very busy. I came and I, I told you guys, um, you guys were handling the community for me, but obviously it's been several hours. So, I uh, appreciate you guys all being here. We do have a lot to get to tonight, Bubba Joe. We want to begin our discussion on grading the show. That uh, official grading of the, uh, or grading of the arc, rather, that officially is going to happen this coming Sunday January 1st, 2023, and uh, also on that date, January 1st, 2023, special guest, um, a writer from Star Trek Prodigy is going to be here, Bubba Joe. Pretty excited about that. Did you hear about that? Yeah, you did, right? That's awesome. You didn't know about that? No. So, yeah, we talked about this. It might have been on Twitch. We uh, We had that conversation about Prodigy here, I guess, a couple of weeks ago, and we were talking about if you haven't been watching the second half of season one, then you really should go back and get caught up. Really, really should try it. The story is phenomenal. It's a very, very good show. Obviously, it's kind of an animated you, thing. Meant for kids. Are but you up to date? W- yes, I am. Well, I am up to date as of episode 18, which I think I'm caught up. There might be... Did 19 come out or 18 is the last one from last Thursday? I'm not entirely sure. Uh, there's...
4: Twenty episodes. I would ask you to describe it, but it would give away too much, probably.
0: Ah, uh, on it! So yeah, so episode, so I'm behind one episode. That appears. Episode 19 aired this past Thursday. Oh. Episode 20 is tomorrow.
4: Oh, oh! <clears throat> you missed a great. You need to go
2: watch it. I will. Oh, I've stop the I, show! No, go no, I'm not right stopping,
0: I'm not stopping the show for anything else here tonight. Okay. Well, I mean, I could if something terrible happened, but not for that. But I will tell you, um, the so we were talking about how great it was. And um, the story, just absolutely phenomenal. Really, really good writing. Well, we were talking about that, Bubba. And as it turns out, word may have potentially gotten back around to this particular individual uh, who writes for Star Trek Prodigy. And the actual story writer, Bubba Joe... From the Star Trek universe, from the Paramount Studios, uh, we're very, very excited to welcome this individual into our show this coming Sunday, and um, that is going to happen. As a matter of fact, the writer that we've got coming in, Bubba Joe, is for Mind Walk episode 18, and that writer is going to be coming on our show Sunday. We're going to talk about Prodigy, we're going to talk about season two, we're going to talk about season one and how the writing and all that stuff works, and just what it's like inside the star trek universe we're really excited to have that individual on uh this coming sunday so pretty excited about that um we will hopefully no uh no craziness uh standing in the way bubba joe will do twitch tomorrow night uh and get ready to wrap that up for the calendar year 2022 and of course ladies and gentlemen what may be our final stupid news story uh of the year Right here, specifically for Bubba Joe and Buddy. I had five extra hours to prepare today, ladies and gentlemen. Live from your stupid news, t- talking treks studios. It's your stupid news.
5: Stupid news.
0: It's time for the news, dude. I ain't gonna lie. News. I hope I can get through this entire show today. My throat is actually starting to hurt. I've been, it's been cold. Did you guys get that really? I'm sure most of the United States got that ridiculously cold weather snap. I guess this past weekend, like over Christmas weekend, right? We had Bubba Joe. Now, you know, I live on top of a mountain. Crazy enough. I didn't lose power that weekend. Our temperatures reached negative six was the low that we got. But with the wind chill, it was negative 30 degrees. Negative 30. <sighs> I'm telling you, man, it was so, cold.
4: Shorts weather for Karkin.
0: Shorts weather for Karkin. It was cold, man. Now, uh that same day, I got a message from my admiral who lives in Florida. I was like, yeah, it's sunny, it's sunny in 75 here. Yeah. I was I was jealous. Minus 30. Minus 30! My house. It was cold. Um, I don't know why I told you that. I thought I had a, a freezing cold story, but apparently, do dull. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll just start here. A North Carolina woman's
2: here. So the stupid news is frozen cold.
0: You know, it's cold, man. And so my in my throat. I've been in such cold weather this entire week, and now today, my throat's starting to hurt. A North Carolina woman's home security camera was recording when a bear wandered onto her porch and stole a package filled with bagels. (laughs) Yeah, uh, warm, toasty bagels. You can't blame the bear because he's just like us, trying to load up on carbs before hibernating all winter. Uh, No, seriously, fat, hairy, and enjoying a dozen bagels. Honestly, I'm kind of jealous. I ain't going to lie about that. Yeah, bears like bagels. There you go. True story. A group of... (laughs) Some, I had like three people send me this story. Uh, blah, blah. A group of bondage suit wearing citizens in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, recently petitioned the Florida city for a tax funded dungeon. Cause at this point, why not? We already <laughs> we already lose so much to taxes. It feels like we're all being spanked anyway. Might as well go ahead, go for it. Yeah, that's happening down in Florida. Um, this also happening in Peru. Cops disguised as Father Christmas and Santa's little helpers arrested a drug gang in Peru. So not only are these people going to jail for a little while, but uh, they're also going straight to the naughty list. Bubba Joe, straight to the naughty list. The agent sees 6,000 small packets of cocaine paste. What is cocaine paste? See, this, this should prove to you I know nothing about drugs. Absolutely nothing. Cocaine paste, 104... Packets of cocaine powder and 279 uh, bags of marijuana. What they were really looking for, though, was the milk and cookies. Couldn't find them. Wasn't there. 48-year-old Leo DiCaprio was spotted grabbing dinner with 23-year-old model Victoria Lamas in Hollywood last week. It's a good thing she's seen him now, because uh, in a couple of years he'd be he'd be putting her out the pasture. <laughs> However, a source close to the uh, situation told page six exclusively that llamas and dicaprio are not dating uh they're just sleeping together so yeah i know two years that's it gonna get cut off an australian man says he let a huntsman spider live in his home because they have an appetite god it's happening the hair on my neck standing up already because they have an appetite for cockroaches This guy's somehow able to keep his fear under control, but what he really needs is a little pest control, I would imagine. Can you think about, can you imagine having a foot-long spider living in your, foot-long, 12-inches spider living in your house, or better, Bubba Joe, can you imagine actually resisting the urge just to burn your house down? Not me. Can't do it. A woman in, God, I hate you guys so much. A woman in New Jersey scored a royal flush, Bubba Joe, from a $5 bet at a progressive poker table, winning $1.6 million, and then ended up tipping the dealers $77,000 in cash, which marks the first time in history that anyone's ever been okay with receiving a 4% tip. We've talked about that. You guys think I'm mean because I won't give, like, 50% tips. This guy gave 4%, and they were happy about him. Lastly, Justin Bieber. <laughs> Justin Bieber's closing in on a deal to sell his entire music catalog for nearly $200 million. The catalog is being purchased (laughs) by the United States government so that it can be used to extract information from prisoners at Guantanamo Bay. And ladies and gentlemen, that is your stupid news. Uh, That was a good one, right? Bubba Joe, I've got a sports joke, but I felt like that went too long. Uh, Do you want the the Philadelphia Eagles joke? I've got one of those. Uh, Sure. uh, Okay, all right. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, th- by the way, this is true. This is a true story. The Philadelphia Eagles delivered 35 cheesesteaks and 25 large fries to the Jacksonville Jaguars for defeating the Dallas Cowboys last week. That Seriously, who knew? The best way to say thank you was by giving uh, people explosive diarrhea, but that is apparently a thing. 35 cheesesteaks, 25 large fries, and that is a true story, Baba Joe. Apparently it has something to do with their playoff implications, right? The Eagles delivered... Yes. Cheesesteaks and fries to the Jaguars for defeating the Cowboys. I thought the Eagles were like firmly like in place to like rule their division. Is that not a thing?
4: No, they were they were only a game up, I think on the Cowboys. Now now they're probably fine
0: Oh so so that's what they delivered they delivered food to the Jacksonville Jaguars. I actually think that's kind of sweet of them. I would have been fine with a 30 with, with 35 cheesesteaks. I'm assuming that that had something to do with the score, right? 35 and 25. Was that the score of the uh, of Probably. The, you know, 30, Sounds about right. 35 to 25? So there you go. 35 cheesesteaks, 25 large fries. I would have been thrilled with that. Uh, Blue Mandalorian says, who is Justin Bieber? <laughs> don't don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. There's probably- 10
1: people that are upset that they didn't get fries. It's like, I get a sandwich <laughs> and no bloody fries? No
0: fries. Well, I mean, listen, 35 sandwiches and 25 fries. Isn't there like 100 people on a team? Like it's not even enough to feed people. Like if if anything if, if I'm if I'm the Jacksonville Jaguars I'm kind of pissed to be perfectly honest with you I'm like that's not enough to do anything why this is terrible all right no the score was thirty four to forty so Cut why did the they send thirty five and twenty five each
1: get one French fry
0: that doesn't even make sense so the score was thirty four to forty so why would they send thirty five and twenty five Eagles can't count man apparently what what's the deal because of inflation why. Why did they send 35 and 25? It doesn't even make any sense. All right, whatever, fine. Uh, That's what they
1: could fit in the car. Ladies and gentlemen,
0: welcome into the show. Appreciate you guys being here. My name is Ultimate (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. (laughs) That was awesome. (laughs) So dumb. Welcome into the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. Uh, This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. I do want to welcome you guys all back from our holiday break. We skipped this past weekend, so it's been a week since we did any of our uh, previous content. Thank you guys so much for giving us the time off. Appreciate it. Hope everybody had an absolutely wonderful holiday. As a matter of fact, um, if I'm not mistaken... Kwanzaa is currently underway right now, Bubba Joe. So happy Kwanzaa to those of you who celebrate, um, and to it, whatever whatever it is you celebrated. Hope that it was an amazing, awesome, wonderful time with your family. Uh, as Karkin was so delighted at uh, my abbreviation and my and my umbrella last week. Uh, happy Chris Mahana Kwanzaa to all. All right, um, and and apparently I realized that the that the Chris Mahana Kwanzaa. Doesn't have Festivus in it, so I'm gonna to have to rewrite that whole thing now. Merry Chris Mahana, Kwanzaa Fest Festivus. It's not working, but whatever it was. Thank you so very, very much. Is it, I appreciate is it. It's time for
2: us to
4: air our grievances.
0: Uh, n- why why would you air grievances while I'm saying Happy Holidays to people? That seems. Do
4: you not understand what Festivus is?
0: No, no, I don't. I don't know. I just look on the calendar and it's a holiday. Merry Chris Mahana, Kwanzaa. All right, but no, I mean, like, seriously, if you Google it, uh, which I can't. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, Kwanzaa is um, Monday, December 26th through Sunday, January 1st. So it's apparently a holiday. So there, yeah, I'm covering, covering everybody. Merry Christmas, Kwanzaa, this, this That doesn't work either. Kustas, this, this. I'm trying. We'll, we'll come up with one eventually. Uh, also, happy chocolate brownie day. Today's apparently also uh, chocolate chip brownie day. So uh, there you go. I, I do, uh, before we get into Star Trek content, it, it's not really, not it's not devoid of Star Trek content, but Bubba Joe, I actually have a clip of audio that I would like to share. Um, every year, I go and, and pick up a few items for our Talking Trick panel. You guys know about that. We had some stuff on the, on the Throne wish list this year, um, and you guys helped with that, and we got all that stuff out, I think, everybody has gotten their stuff except for ripper uh because Germany why uh Germany uh, he hasn't gotten his package yet well, the but stuck
4: on the border again no he got his...
0: his cookies he got his cookies no he got his cookies all right he got his cookies but he didn't get uh the other item that we have sent him yet uh that is not gonna probably be there for another week or 10 days or something like that so that's actually happening um he's the last one that that hasn't received anything yet but I was actually pleasantly surprised, Bubba Joe. Steven's Aaron, Karkin, those of you on the Talking Trick panel. Uh, As a matter of fact, I've got a little bit – I've got a clip of audio. Mrs. DJs took this audio Uh, because the Talking Trick panel surprised me, Bubba Joe. You guys – Oh, yes. You guys (laughs) actually drew tears from my kitty face because I got – I'm so
4: glad there's no video. Because you described <laughs> what you were wearing when you opened this.
0: I, it's in the audio. This is so funny. you got to hear it. Uh, it's actually in the audio. So here's, here was the deal. I got a gift from the Talking Trek panel. Um, but I'll tell you, I, w- the gift is amazing, and I'm going to play you my reaction here in just a moment, and Mrs. DJ's is going to tell you guys what the panel did for me. But I also wanted to thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. I don't think that I'm going to read this, but I want to thank you guys because this letter um, <clears throat> this letter actually made me cry. Um, Truck and Chick, Steven Zarin, Karkin, Captain Mark, Ripper, Bubba Joe, Trader, and Arian all uh, took an opportunity to pen me a letter, and um, it truly touched my soul. And I want to thank all you guys so very much. Um, this letter was so, so awesome. Um, and. I just really... it. You guys touched me. Thank you so much. Um, the letter was amazing. Like, that would have been enough, but they didn't stop there. Ladies and gentlemen, let me play this audio clip of uh, of myself and Mrs. DJ's actually opening this gift from the Talking Trick panel. What is this? They got something from... Through you? Mm-hmm. Well, you... I'm naked, so no picture.
5: No, it's no picture. <laughs> so, so, so there me. you go,
0: Bubba. I, right there, you hear right off the top. Okay, like she decides to give this to me while I am stark ass nude. Okay, like I no pants. <laughs> she comes to me with with her camera and says, "Listen, I want you to open this." I'm like, uh, I mean, fine, whatever. I'm good with that. But legit, like I was, I was naked. It was Nikki Kitty. All right, she's like, "No, nah, it's fine. No, no video. I just want to get the audio." So here I am. <laughs> Imagine this, Bubba Joe. I know you're you're excited about this. Here I am, standing stark but naked, opening your Christmas gift. There's a visual for you. Okay, here you go.
1: This?
2: <laughs>
0: from, from oh, it's good stuff. Necessary details mm-hmm. flash. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm naked, so no I'm pictures. Not, no, it's not a picture. It's
1: just that I can hear the audio. <laughs> No pictures. It's two parts.
0: Nakey nakey. Nakey kitty. Okay.
1: What is it? It's
0: a chopper. It's a chopper! Get to the chopper! They finally got me, me a chopper! They bought me a chopper! It's a little toy chopper. Little toy.
1: Wait, I thought we were getting him a real one. Yeah. I, that's
0: what I thought. I even said, I was like, okay. No they, way! They finally got me a so chopper. Here's the big all went one. So,
1: together to send me and you and Oliver to Washington, D.C. What?! For what? a helicopter tour. What?! Are you serious?! And then that's the letter that they each wrote you.
0: Unbelievable! Yeah, (laughs) that's crazy. We're going on a helicopter ride. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm sorry, I I forgot she was rolling. Oh, this is so sweet. So yeah, uh, that's that's what it was. I, I cussed. I was so shocked um they are i know right they are sending me and my family to washington dc for a one hour uh sightseeing tour in a helicopter over washington dc um and, and guys you guys know i love flying and and i you know i don't get to do that very often that is an amazing gift thank you guys so very much that was absolutely incredible um yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna wait till it's a little bit warmer but yeah they're uh they're gonna go take us to washington dc me and my entire family gonna get to go up in a helicopter and take a helicopter tour of uh, our nation's capital i just thanks guys that's awesome yo
6: what's up trader thank you man so so you don't actually know the best part
0: oh Uh, and i won't
6: i won't make you i won't make you wait since you're going anytime soon. there's
0: more there's more
6: there's there's more oh my god you get to fly
2: to taylor swift's house (laughs) you
0: know that's uh, it's funny so karkin puts in the letter all right maybe i'll read you a couple of excerpts hang on hang on one second trader no problem karkin writes merry christmas djs i tried to get the others to get taylor swift to come visit your house but maybe (laughs) but maybe you can hijack the ride and fly to her house instead (laughs) so thank you karkin i appreciate you thinking of Taylor Swift uh, during this holiday season. So, Trader, what else have you done?
6: So, it's part of this tour. It's not just a tour. You actually will get to fly the helicopter.
7: No way! Are you freaking kidding me? (laughs) I get
0: to fly it? Oh, my God. Are you serious? She didn't even tell me that. Did you tell her that? You didn't tell her that. Uh, You know
6: I don't think we did tell her that. Oh, my God. I get to fly a helicopter.
2: (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so incredible. So it's funny, Tom, that you mentioned insurance because Trader. (laughs) See, now this makes a lot more sense. Trader writes in her part, Merry Christmas. P.S. Please don't crash the helicopter. Our insurance won't cover that. So that actually makes a lot more sense. Oh, my God. I get to fly. Oh, we'll take video. I'll take all the video. As a matter of fact, we'll, we'll wait. Well, we don't have to wait. I'm planning on doing this face reveal thing early in the year, like January or February. So at that point, we'll be able to take full-on video. We'll do the, we'll do the GoPros and the, and the headcams and all that stuff. You guys, will they even will they let me video? Some of those places don't let you do that. Maybe they will.
6: Hey, if they're gonna let you fly the thing, I'm sure they're gonna let somebody videotape you <laughs> wing it.
0: This is great! Oh my god, they're letting oh. me fly it.
6: <gasps> they're going that so oh Arian god. and Trucking Chick did the did the heavy lifting on looking for a place, and that was one of the criteria. Uh, Arian found this, and they will let you fly it. That's part of why we got it. Oh
0: my me. god, that is so freaking incredible! Trucking Chick writes, "When you get <laughs> to take so your you ride, he- go ahead."
1: It, it won't be Mrs. DJ's and all of our DJ's on the helicopter with you because it's going to be you going up and getting out of range of the airport. And then once you're comfortable with it and the pilot's comfortable with you, they will start handing over some controls to you. Oh and you're actually going to be flying it for oh like 15, God. 20 minutes.
0: Oh, my God. That's so amazing. Wait, so, so wait, Mrs. DJ's don't get
1: to go with me? no they don't get to go up in the helicopter with you but i talked to her about like you guys could because it's quite a drive for you um so i i was talking to her about you guys could go up and make a couple of days out of it and do a trip like in the spring summer fall whatever
0: yeah heck yeah that's awesome Mm -hmm. man i cannot believe this so truck and chick writes in her letter when you get to take your ride, remember to tuck your tail into your pocket so the door doesn't slam on it <laughs> um just inc- and and then ripper uh ripper you you guys know that young man is so special to me and uh his his piece of this letter just drew me to tears uh until it's ending it's effing poop on bread except he spelled it all out in caps and, and it's italus italics. <laughs> Uh, italicized um and, and it's bolded as well um so yeah that is really very cool um but thank you guys so much um that is absolutely incredible thank you guys so much i i'm speechless and,
1: it's crazy and truck and, truck and chick talked to them and told them ahead of time that you were likely going to want to film parts of this um, and that we would be wanting to bring a release for them and all that kind of stuff. But ultimately, they said it's up to the pilot on day of. Okay. So the prep work is there for it, but you're going to have to talk to them when you get there.
0: Oh, I'll, I'll sweet talk them into it. It'll be great. Yeah. Man, that yeah, is I'm so Make sure fine. you
1: wear your pants.
0: Uh if if I have to wear pants then then It I'll depends do on it. the
1: pilot leave it all up to him. <laughs> yeah. right, well, thank pants.
0: you guys. That is absolutely incredible. Wow, that's amazing. Correct. Uh yeah, or her. Well, she will absolutely make me wear pants probably. Maybe not.
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's so
0: stupid. Um wow, I am that is that is incredible. Thank you, guys. What an amazing gift. Thank you guys so very much. Um, all right, guys. We've, we've got stuff to get into tonight. Um, as a matter of fact, if 867 is in the audience, come on out, buddy. I know we've put this off. He actually, and I feel so bad for this, um, he had taken time off of work earlier today, Bubba Joe, to be available to us at 3 o'clock. And then, of course, that didn't end up happening. So, uh, he, I, I've been chatting to him throughout the evening. He is still here. He is still ready to go. Uh, what we're going to do. Sounds like
1: you gave him a free day off.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. You're welcome, 867. You, uh, you got the day off. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure he was trying to rearrange things. So uh, anyway, listen, uh, 867 is here. One thing, and, and I, I will apologize ahead of time. Uh, or maybe in retrospect, that we didn't get this done while the primary event store was still open. But we did kind of briefly touch on your notes, 867, when we're talking about the revamped bold defense. All right, Now, you've come up with a couple of different things here, uh, and you told players that despite the fact that the jelly has been adjusted back to the way it's supposed to be, that a second jelly is still not 100% necessary, but it can be utilized in a more advanced setup. Now, let me give you a little bit of backstory here, guys, as we get ready to step into this segment. The bold defense, which I know Duvall is going to hate. Duvall is going to hate this segment, but uh, as will most Raiders, all right? Because this is all about raid defense, all right? Um, That being said the biggest time it's not a defense bubba joe in which that you can just leave your base right you can't leave yourself unattended you still got a shield you got to do all this stuff right but there is an actual application for this all right the bold defense is not necessarily for shield you know to replace a shield or preventing raiding so to speak bubba joe but it is an active Defense protocol, okay. And when I say an active defense protocol, that is you're online, all right. You might be baiting the attacker, you might be trying to to blow up ships, you might be trying to mess with your opponent a little bit. But the biggest piece of this is damage solo leaderboard scoring, okay. Particularly in incursions, all right. Now we haven't had anything uh, regarding base cracking damage related since like outside of incursions, since all the way back to probably um what's that raiding event that we used to have um i I can never remember it because it's been like two years since we've had it but they're called arms thank you called arms arms. there there used to be and even called arms i I think it had a damage component or it might have just been raiding we have had damage raiding-style events in the past. They're not very frequent, but we have seen them in incursions. So the biggest reason, uh, outside of just messing with your attacker, right, 867, the biggest application for the bold defense is for incursions. The biggest and fastest way to rack up points, damage points, for the damage-based solo leaderboard during incursions is, in fact, having ships die on your base, especially big ones, right? 867, you might be a player where a G3 Epic Enterprise is your best ship, but you can actively use this to defend against G4 Uncommons. G4 Rares in some cases, depending on research and level of the player and the base and all that stuff. But we're talking big, massive damage points because, Bubba, if I'm not mistaken... We have also proven with incursions that the way that that damage is scored is not just hull, but also shield, right? I think we've all, have we verified that? I believe that we have. So you are getting extra points. You're getting big time points off of a single ship actually dying on your base, all right? So 867 here a couple of months ago, uh, developed what we had now uh, commonly referred to as the bold defense, all right, in which you could use cheap little G2 ships. G2, all right? I think the Turris was a G3 and the Jelly's a G3, but nonetheless, cheap, 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 tiny, tiny little cheap ships to rank Turis up is massive. Still G2. Huh? Turris is still G2. Okay, the Jelly is G uh, G3 then, all right? Um, yeah, we're talking... G2 ships that could defend against a pylon, Yeah. G2 ships that can defend against a pylon. Well, part of your strategy, 867, involved using the game's mechanics for Yuki, which was in fact the uh, Baby Jelly's Captain's Boosting mechanic for Yuki that was recently modified. So... You had to get back to the drawing board. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage. Our guest for tonight, the bold defense author and creator. Uh, You know him and love him. He is 867. Good night, uh, good evening, and welcome to the show. Hey, good for having me here. Absolutely, man. Thank you for being very flexible today. It was kind of a crazy day. So tell us what the battle engine update, that kind of threw you for a loop, right? For a minute. We had to scratch our heads, go back to the drawing board because the bold defense now had a had a little bit of a kink in the armor, right?
7: Oh, uh, just to backtrack
0: that. Still- uh oh, uh turn, oh. Turn your voice sensitivity down a little bit. I'm, I'm, you're cutting in and out. Hopefully that'll that'll fix it. Yeah, eight six seven. The now, Ginmore says the battleship version of the bold defense used G1 ships to do the same thing what are you talking about? I'm not a, I'm not aware of any G1 battleships. But we'll we'll address that. 867 do we have you back? Yeah. Okay, let's give it a shot. Okay. So, I uh,
7: just backtracked this real quick here so when Patrick and Oh no. Uh, we, we made him wait do. 5 hours, Bubba Joe, and now he's
0: now we don't have a connection. <sighs> okay. Um 867 maybe we- Try to try to adjust your internet settings and maybe pop out and pop back in. We we don't have you. You're very roboty. Uh Mimi says now if only the damage solo leaderboard had useful rewards instead of just UNISHARDs. Well, I mean it kinda does. Doesn't that damage leaderboard, Bubba, doesn't it give some of that event store loot? Or does it not? Maybe it doesn't. No, I don't think it does. It just gave those relays, didn't it? Dang. Dang. Dang dang. You're right, though. It is the officer abilities that do all of the work. I say all of the work, most of the work. But here's the thing. The ships. The ships require the, the ships that you use direct the order of combat. This is one of the few scenarios in which you can actually control the order in which the ships are hit. And that's actually pretty daggone important. All right. Because that lets you determine the order in which your ships and everything. Okay, yeah, you Corvettes. You're right, Corvettes. For some reason, I thought those were G two. All right, eight six seven. Let's give this a try. Third try is a charm. Uh, how! Please. <laughs> Everything's uh, going according to plan today, Bubba Joe. One hundred percent. law uh,
2: keep... <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy. I'm gonna say interference. <laughs> hey Mark.
0: <laughs> By the way, your package was delivered. It was uh yeah
7: nice <laughs> you didn't I know can reboot my router
2: i'm not at work
0: oh yeah no th- you know what crazy they actually tried to deliver it on christmas day and of course your office was closed so they, 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 they uh, of did. course yeah but yeah
2: yeah i'm actually uh, i'm out of the office all week so, uh, oh that's disappointing
0: maybe go in anyway because your gift is there
2: I will. Well, I'll, I'll do something.
0: You'll go in and see Jerry <laughs> from Desk 9 with a new headset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <man. laughs>
2: Somebody next door will be using it. Yeah.
0: Is that a real thing? Crazy? It, does that train actually travel under the water? That is cool. Yeah, we're just burning time right now waiting for 867 to come back. We're just... There's a train that goes under
2: the water? No
0: way. Does that train go underwater? Like, that's actually really nifty. All right, he's rebooting his router. He says it's going to be right back. Uh, Oh, Psychotech says no. Okay, well, that looked cool anyway. That looked very cool. I thought the train went underwater. All right, um, Wall867 is rebooting uh, his router. Hopefully we'll get him back here in just a second. Uh, Bubba Joe, I wanted to spend just a couple of minutes um, as we, uh, talk about the holiday events, let's, let's talk about these very quickly. We'll get eight, six, seven back in just a couple of minutes, but, uh, the holiday events, I think we could rack the, uh, wrap those up relatively quickly. Um, the events, not super, uh, new or exciting Bubba Joe, but I don't know that I could really complain with the loot that we got from them. Um, they had decent officers in there if, in fact, officers were, were something you were looking at. Um, but they did have the Strange New Worlds officers, they had the Lower Deck officers, and the Ferengi officers all in there. And when we're talking about the Strange New Worlds officers, we're actually including Pike in there. Um, Una, whatever. Uh, Hammer is even kind of a maybe, yeah, whatever, if you were still working on unlocking that. But Pike it's a good officer, Bubba Joe. You also had Tendi uh, of lo- the lower decks arc, which that is an officer I don't think anybody has maxed, and and who could never use more. Tendy
4: and Rutherford,
0: you know, Rutherford being a rare, Tendy being the epic, but uh, you know, Tendy being a lot harder to get in, in my opinion. Rutherford, uh, you can I don't know I guess his odds are a little bit better, but yeah, both of them there, very very good officers. Uh, crazy enough, I actually spent this is gonna sound nuts I spent some of my loot getting Kath up to Tier 4, which means now Kath is actually better than Talon. So I use some of my loot to get Kath to Tier 4. Uh, now she is a more potent uh, officer with Picard Bev or Pike Moreau, now surpassing uh, Talon, so I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, also, I might point out that Strange New Worlds Laon was there, and Strange New Worlds Laon currently has Zero sourcing in the game. All right? None. Now, Wham says, too bad you never use Cath. I still have to sometimes. I got to pile them. So I try to grind Interceptor parts. So sometimes I'll go and I'll hit Interceptors just so I can get some extra parts. So that is, uh, I do actually use Talon sometimes. But um, my bigger prize here, Bubba Joe, mainly I didn't, I didn't do the Epics because of their price. All right? I, didn't do the, I didn't do the epics. I, I, I thought about doing Tendi, but I didn't because 6,000, right? I actually invested all the rest of my loot into Strange New Worlds Laon. all right? And the biggest reason that I did that, Bubba, is just for lack of sourcing, right? You guys say it to me all the time. Get what you cannot get anywhere else. Well, for me, that was Strange New Worlds Laon, Bubba Joe, um, we ended up with something like fifty or 60,000 loot out of that Christmas store. So it was a fair number of shards. How did you kind of respond to this whole thing? The events didn't feel super engaging. Uh, As a matter of fact, there's one still up. There's an Armada event still up, which I haven't completed yet. But um, the events weren't super challenging, which I appreciated over the busyness of the holidays. But I can't really find myself complaining about the rewards that were granted for not super engaging or time and uh, time crazy events, right? Yeah.
4: Well, that's because you're not fifty plus.
0: <laughs> well, good to know they got that right over the holidays. Good to know that so, they they, so they kept other than,
2: up. Other than the generic
4: hostile hitting event that they can't get right for fifty plus, everything else was fine. In fact, today's event was probably the best change they've made in an event that you could basically do the entire event in one armada, which was a very much a welcome change, considering that they've taken all the feedback that we don't want consecutive armada events on the same day <laughs> and gave us three.
0: Yes, yes, they did indeed, uh, indeed do that. But I did notice this one was um, about a defeat. Now, I guess you could... Let me see. Could I have done... This was a Cardassian. These were Cardassian armadas. So, yeah, I guess... I guess I could have done mine with one Armada. That would have been a pretty tall order. I probably would have had to have done it with two. Two Armadas would, would be my guess. But still, not terrible. And the Cardassian Armadas, which do, of course, have a shorter timer, so not too awful bad. I can imagine that the hostile hitting events were probably a little bit more challenging uh, for the G5 players. But I, uh, are you guys saying there was more than 60,000 loot? More? That well, that's even better, because again, when you're looking at rare officers, bubba, at two thousand per shard,
4: I'm huh? questioning that I got exactly sixty thousand and completing all the events, so I'm I curious thought so too to
0: I thought so unless too. they bought it what oh they were they were selling loot, okay, and the rares were three thousand, not two thousand in the holiday store, oh booby, really. Yeah, there it is. Strange new worlds yeah. Laon was three thousand. Okay, well, so but you know, listen, that was still twenty shards. All right, and I think I spent four of those shards on Kath. Uh So, but twenty rare shards for a holiday event. Eh, I don't know, maybe maybe not super uh, earth shattering, Bubba Joe. But there were also, if I'm not mistaken, there was also eight strike team Laon shards that came out. Is that correct? Two different gift chests with four each. So I thought that was that if, was kind of nice. If
4: you play on the PC, you got two chests. If you don't play on the PC, you only got one.
0: Oh, so there was a second on PC. Okay. Well, I again, I was very checked out over the holiday. But yeah, so eight epics, 20 rares over the course of a 4-day event. Do we think that's bad? I don't I don't know that I think that's bad. I was pretty I was okay with it. Resolu- X-ray resolution says I didn't get that. It was on the first day. And now it's still going on. So if you have the ability to log into the PC client, Bubba, can we do we know if that bundle showed up in the web store in the gifts for the uh, for the web store?
4: I have no idea if it showed up in the gift section of the web store.
0: Nowhere, man. I says. can answer.
6: I can answer that it did.
0: Okay, that's I. I would expect that if it was a PC only bundle, then you guys that play on mobile, you can still get those. Okay. No, you, it, it wasn't in the web store. You couldn't claim that PC gift from the web store. I
6: I claimed it from the web store, and I have another. Um,
3: okay. Trader, how many did you get? Did you get four? It certainly wasn't when I claimed it.
0: Did you get four yes. or eight? I got four. Ah, see, then you did miss the the <laughs> web store one. You got the four that everybody oh. got, but there was another four that was in the PC client. Um, oh, that's yeah. nice of them. <laughs> so kind. <laughs> they could have at least put it in the web store. That would have been that would have been the nicest thing. For a thing.
6: mobile, yeah, for a mobile so game, they should make things available for mobile players.
0: Yeah.
4: Typically, the way that they put things in the web store is whatever client you logged in from last is going to ha- give you and show you. Any exclusives from that platform in the web store. Mm. So if you never logged into a PC, it's probably not going to show you a PC exclusive gift in the web store. Probably. That's been my experience of the thing limited th- limited edition things that have been exclusive to one platform or another.
0: And and Fluffy is right. Obviously, they're pushing the PC client. They're pushing the web store. Um, because they make more money using those platforms, working around Google and around Apple. Um, but now, Rhino says, why is the number of shards important? If we're not getting enough to tear up an officer, why do we care? Here's the thing. You know, I, I would almost agree with you, Rhino, I- I, truthfully. But you guys are also the same people that harp on me all the time that shards is shards is shards. It's progression. It's less shards that you need later. You know, um, why would we buy, for example, in the event store this past month, Bubba Joe, one of the flash sales? Why would you buy 20 shards of Picard and 20 shards of, of Strange New World's Pike? Why would you get those? Because they are valuable officers. They're good value. No, it probably didn't unlock or tier that officer for the vast majority of players. Yeah. But it's still a good chunk of shards. It's progression. And... and-
3: and how many times have people come? I've seen on Discord saying, "Oh, that they finish in an event store or something like that. That they're one or two start sh- shards short of an officer." Yeah. So you know, those one or two that you get now could be the difference between unlocking or later on.
0: Well, and I will say, well, I got I got enough. a handful of PMs regarding the strike team Laon shards, which or not a uh, strike, yeah, strike team On. because that battleship strike team was the one that was probably considered OP by a lot of players, Bubba Joe. But it was also, like, a difficult one to get because it was auction that month. It was also three, four months ago. So players were really, really, especially some of the free-to-play audience, were really close to getting that thing finished. So eight shards probably may have unlocked that officer if you didn't already have it unlocked before. So, you know, the number of shards, I get it. It might feel small, but... When you get a gift like that, when it is you know, completely free, uh, then it's, it's nice to receive that. I am disappointed to hear that, that mobile players didn't get the other four. I would have at least expected it to show in the PC web store. That, you know, cause they, listen, Trader, you probably buy your packs through the PC store, I would imagine, right? You don't buy them through Apple do you?
6: Absolutely. I, I buy exclusively through the
0: yeah. uh, web store. So if you're doing that, then you should be rewarded, which was the intent, right? Like, that to me is the intent, Bubba Joe. If, if somebody is already going to the PC store or going to the web store, that is ultimately the behavior that they want. So logging into the web store should have probably made that that bundle available. I'm disappointed that it didn't. Um, that or, being said...
4: I'm no, annoyed or- that it didn't or dj and this is you know completely impossible but i'm going to throw it out there anyway or they intended it to be accessible from the web store and it's a bug that it didn't and since they didn't tell us to expect it from the web store no one knew to report that it wasn't there
0: well i mean we actually still have 36 hours on the christmas event store it's certainly possible i mean there's only there's only 12 hours left on the events but there is 36 hours left on the actual event store. I I might be able to send that up. I mean, it, it, I I can't obviously make any promises. Most of the offices is, is on. I was gonna say, you holiday. know, someone
4: who's working this week.
0: I do. Congratulations. I, well, I do, but I mean, they're not going to be responsible for this piece of it. All they could do is relay a message. But you know, maybe that might be something. So so I'll I'll jot that down. I'll jot that down. Um. Tough Cal says, I just loaded the PC client for the first time in weeks. Nothing in-game to claim different than my mobile game. The gift may, I wouldn't expect the gift to have expired already, but I will, I will ask about it. Um, so maybe if one of the talking trick panel could put me a note, uh, either in PM or in our contributors chat so that I can follow up on that tomorrow. I will because I ultimately, Bubba, I think you're right. I think it should have been rewarding the behavior of simply visiting the website right? Like that's what it should have done. So I'm, I'm disappointed to hear that it didn't, but I'll, I'll see what I can find out for you guys. All right. Um, says, oh, it probably did expire because on top of the strange, uh, or the strike team on charts, it also contained 18,000 Ketracel, which was the event store loot. And that store has closed. So, uh, I'll, I'll see what I can do. I'll try. I don't know. I mean, that's disappointing, <laughs> honestly. But nonetheless, coming back to the events of the, uh, of the Trekmas event series and the rewards that you got out of there, I, I find... Yeah, so at the very least, four epics and up to 20 rares for all players. That's... I was very... I was not engaged. I was not engaged over the weekend. All right, I really wasn't, Bubba. I mean, I, I didn't chat a whole lot um i did the events i got those done maybe the hostile hunts were a little bit tougher but um i'm i'm cool with 24 officer shards were were the off were the holiday events that bad for you guys
4: so this is what i'll say if it was just 24 officer shards i might have been a little disappointed because like i said that hostile grind is a grind and it's because they haven't figured out how to scale a hostile grind for g5 and that's where i'm at in the game so fine that's that's a that's a me problem But it wasn't just officer shards. No. It was a fair amount of resources and materials, too. Mm -hmm. And that, I think, was what made it actually worthwhile to do.
0: Yeah, absolutely. As a matter of fact, I'm looking at my uh, Wreck the Halls event for today, which is the Armada event. We just established that, in all likelihood, two or three Armadas are probably going to finish this thing for you. Uh, Bubba, mine contains 2 billion Tritanium. And 350 G4 Uncommon Crystal on top of the loot. You know, and and that was just this one event. We take a look at, uh, for example, the event yesterday. Tree Trekorations, which was Swarm. All right? Same thing. This one gave me 320 million dill and, well, less, only 200, 190 G4 Uncommon Gas. So a little bit less than the crystal I got today um, for more effort. <laughs> but nonetheless, I mean, I was pleased with the amount of dill. Uh, and you're right, the resources in general that that came from the Trekmas events. Uh, probably not the best holiday event series of all time, but certainly not the worst. I, uh, I wasn't wildly displeased with it. So uh, I was feeling pretty good. Lucky Captain Oblivious there at Ops 53 getting 8 billion Tritanium. Out of his event and uh, approximately 190 G5 uncommon crystal trader um, holiday events for you. Did you actually go through them? Were you able to complete them, uh, or were you pretty much out of the game?
6: Uh, I did complete them, but I haven't done the Armada event. I hate Armada's
0: so I haven't done it yet. I haven't done it yet. I'll try to knock it out. I haven't uh, done that. Also, Officer Flash passes up um, this one. I'm a little bit torn on. Obviously, I I like Makinen being there because, again, a lot of players still struggling to work on that officer, but there's certainly not as many of them here this time. Uh, If I'm not mistaken, I'm going through and I'm looking and I see only uh, nine Makinen shards. So maybe potentially uh, enough to kind of cap off because if I'm not mistaken, last time, if you had missed the previous arc where Makinen had become available – there was not enough shards in the free track of the Flash Pass to actually unlock Makinen. This should be enough to actually finish it out. Now, Duvall says Makinen is irrelevant, and I, I'm not going to say irrelevant, okay? I, I can't because, first of all, the officer has no sourcing, all right? The officer has absolutely no sourcing. Like, literally, it's the same thing as what we were talking about uh, a minute ago with um, Strange New Worlds on. No sourcing in the game at all but she does have an ability that obviously works great with isogen, but um also in in a in a one-off scenario doesn't perform horribly on a traditional miner either I mean especially if you got three four miners out there so yeah Arium would supplement her um if you're mining isogen, if you're mining isogen, but obviously a Meridian a well-tiered Meridian is going to not make a huge difference all right Mackinon will make it go faster but it's not earth shattering difference because the meridian is so much faster on its own that being said there are players in this game duval who still don't have her unlocked you know so i don't it doesn't help me i know that it probably doesn't help you but i don't necessarily feel that it is an officer that is not worth it to some players okay uh, if you've got multiple Meridians, well, why not throw her on there, right?
6: Why not?
0: Okay. Um, that being said, Strange New World Spock, out of the three, out of Ortegas, Uhura, and Spock, he's the most valuable. So I'm not disappointed with that. And then, of course, I just got done telling you how much I love Devon Attendi. all right? And she's your your epic this month. So I'm not, you know, I'm not over the moon with it, Trader, but I'm also not disappointed with the Flash Pass. If you do go into your pack store, which I don't want to spend a lot of time in there tonight, but if you're looking at the $100 pack for the Flash Pass, that is actually not a, a horrible value. When you look at 40 Epic Shards, and then, of course, you're looking at another 16 and another 34 for Spock, which, again, may not be a thing. I'm, I'm only like 20 or 30 Shards away from maxing him, so... I'm getting a lot of Spock shards, as 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 is any Mantis owner. Okay, Mackinon tougher to get. Devon Attendi very valuable. All right, as a matter of fact, I haven't bought this yet. I'm on the fence about it because 40 shards is actually going to let me tear her up. So I'm kind of actually thinking about it. I don't usually buy the hundred dollar flash pass. All right, but 40 Devon Attendi shards that lets me tear that officer up. Bubba Joe, you talk about that in the past. Like that is that's actual progression right like this pack yep. gets me a tier of tendy and uh, and i'm kind of thinking i was it.
4: thrilled with that pack
0: yeah it's not a bad pack if you value tendy and if you are working on progressing with her 40 epic shards is not bad for a 100 pack traditionally so uh just want to draw your attention to that plus i mean of course it's got terrible latinum, but it does have ultra recruits in there as well. Some faction credits, never go bad with those. And then of course the multi-phasics if you're on PC, but 40 Devon attendee shards, not necessarily a a bad thing. You take those 40 shards plus what's in the actual flash pass itself. That's going to be a tear up or an unlock for a lot of people. And Tendi is a great officer, a great officer. So don't necessarily write that one off okay Tendy is is phenomenal good
4: I, I, i'm seeing a comment in the chat did you spend all your ultras again uh,
0: not again <laughs> well yes but 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 before december it was before the december arc i haven't done it in the last four <laughs> weeks uh i did i did spend myself to zero that was when i got my full pull of five of 11 um i am back up to 40,700 though all right, man, my, I'm getting all kinds of buzzing in here tonight. Uh, I'm back up to to forty thousand. Why? Stop! Stop! Okay, forty thousand seven hundred is what I've got right now. So that's not bad. At work? Huh? No. Shut up, Did Mark. At work? Uh, yes, I yelled at it and it got better. All right. <laughs> Fantastic. So, so there, there is that. I mean, I'm not again when I'm looking at at these things. I'm not turned off by them. I would maybe wish that they could have been a little bit more potent Bubba Joe. But yeah, you're right. With the holiday events, resources, materials, officer shards, the flash pass, like I'm really not fussy about any of that stuff, to be perfectly frank. So I guess, are we saying that it's been a good holiday break? God forbid. Are are we saying that? Are we saying it's been good? Oh, my goodness. Acceptable been acceptable yeah i could call it acceptable maybe slightly better i'm
4: going with acceptable they're they're not going to get a good from me until they fix hostile hitting
0: events fair enough fair enough
4: crazy or anything
0: uh but yeah no i I feel like it's uh i feel like it's been all right okay cool uh so the holiday events uh tabby moses says i'm going to go with fine uh nice okay captain oblivious says kind of in the middle all right very good um so yeah holiday events sack attack giving it a b Hunter dude saying they were boring. Well, they were. But I think that was kind of the point. Not wildly engaging. I mean, listen, people had stuff to do with families and and things like that. It should have been mildly engaging. Like, very mildly engaging. Um, maybe, Maybe to satisfy people who had extra time, Bubba, you could have thrown up some kind of a grinder's leaderboard. That might have been the only comment I would have made. To people who really wanted to just sink a ton of extra time maybe you could have done a grinder's leaderboard for that but uh overall i i wouldn't have played in that just throwing that out there it was easy for me it was a couple of clicks except for the hostile hunt M- my daily satisfied most of that i had to do a little bit extra but i needed to go hit gem and anyway and that finished it for me so i was uh i, w- I was fine with it cool i'm i'm, I'm liking it b uh b minus says six flash um uh, B, B minus at the worst. Uh Galvanoc says going for a B. Uh Raging Ginger giving it an A. Fair enough. I-, I like it, guys. Uh, thank you for that. We do have 867 back. Uh do we do we have a successful connection with you, sir?
7: Um, let's see. Do I? How do I sound?
0: It's better. It's better. Let's roll with it while we got you, baby. All <laughs> right. Uh let's uh let's circle back then. 867, the battle engine update change the way that the baby jelly functions which ultimately changed the formula that you have had to uh, that you have developed for the bold defense all right first can you explain to players what happened in the battle engine update and then kind of come back in and, and explain what you've had to do to count uh, to, to correct for it
7: sure so going go backtrack on that one um so patrick uh one of the co-founders uh, to help. Developed this. He's he's like Lex Luthor. I'm like Otis, right? Um, So when we were working on this, we we knew we didn't know that there was a an extra buff in the jellyfish, right? We knew that something was happening that was giving Yuki an extra push. Um, So when we designed this formula out, uh, we were doing exactly how it was written. So so we knew that there was a certain combination we put together that we knew, and when we threw it when we threw it in the set. Yuki is going to, is going to be the superstar, and she's going to show strip everything up through round two, and we'll be will be good good to go. Um, at that time, we did not know the jellyfish was giving a double buff. Uh, that's that's giving her the, the extra boost, the to further than what she uh, was intended to do as it was written. Um, when you came across our 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 setup, and we when we first talked to you about, it, we didn't want to mention that publicly because we. Kind of was didn't want Scopy to hear it and, and and make changes to right because we didn't want to say hey we think there's a bug and then is going to fix it but it's kind of like hindsight now because they they actually did know it was a bug we didn't know it was a bug and then they they fixed it uh, but during the whole course of that when I when we wrote the documentation and we put it out we also had a bunch of crews that we set in there as a alternate crew that you can use in addition uh, to the to the uh, to the setup. Um, and that was also based on you know people's certain limitation of what officers they had, um, how many docks they had. Um, so going back to this, the battle engine update from, from from your note that you had told me that um it's no longer providing 140% captain's maneuvers buff, um, which was fine. Um, it just it just means we just gotta be a little, little bit more precise in our setup, right? So initially when I was running it, I, I was running it very, very loose. I used, I used three ships um, and I knew because I was actively on, actively participating in the, in the game, that as soon as I get hit, I can automatically come back and throw in a four ship or five ship uh, defense. Um, this is a little different. This actually makes me um, want to be a little more careful. Right? So normally like I would, so norm, the normal setup uh, that we recommend the initial one um, we had, you know, we had Tilly, we had cross, we had uh, Key um, Pike uh, with Harrison, and then, you know, the extra the extra ship we was the fortunate was Lorca. Um, now, you can actually drop Lorca and put in Vemet, Umak, and Nero uh, and a burning crew, and that will actually help get get the show stripping all the way down to 100 percent by by the end of the first round. And even if you don't use him, a uh, Vemet. Um, by the time you get to round two, your your shield stripper has done so much so much stripping to the actual opponent that your base guns can actually punch through and just go ahead and knock that shield out, and then I will just finish uh, finish hitting the hull. Now the question the question comes through this right, what your intent is. Now you can have the shield linger going into round two, right? That means you're not going to start hitting the hull till the middle of round two. Or you can have the shield strip all the way down to round one so that being round two, you have the whole entire you have the whole entire uh, battle in that at round two hitting calls. It all depends on your on your uh, you know on, on what your intent is uh, and your strategy is um, in using this type of setup. Um, so so can you use can you still use the, the, the defense? yes, you can. Uh, you have to be a little more methodical uh, you got you gotta understand that. You know here's the thing right a lot of people when they when they when they ping me or they ask me questions you know when when you're the whole point of the defense is for, for everyone to understand that this is based on shield stripping it's not really designed to say hey you're going to go into battle with the army that you wish you had uh but really you need to go into battle with the army that you actually have right now that means your officers whatever officers you have that's going to help uh mitigate the shields that's the, that's the crew that you need to start using to help, help get this concept going. It's, it's the concept. Not everybody's going to have the same officers. Not everybody's going to have the same, uh, be able to get the same setups, same combinations. So, you know, the longest, uh, as long as you understand the principle that goes behind the defense, that's the most important part. And once you understand that, then you, and as, as scope, we start dropping more officers, you can start playing around and figuring out exactly how you want to do this. So, All right. So, so so let's circle
0: back to to what you had mentioned to me in Message was that you have developed a four-dock setup for this. So even for younger players, a four-dock setup, are you still using the same ships? Because I have seen people in the chat talk about the battleship defense. Is there a battleship defense? I guess there could be, right, if you're going for shield strip, but... I still don't think that that would be quite as good because none of the battleships uh, are going to have that captain's maneuver boost like the baby jelly does, right? right.
7: Well, that's, that's the whole point of, of going with the jellyfish to explore is because we want that ability from a ship. You can literally use you know the Corvettes and the Fendras, although that's fine because it's still cheap ships, but to really maximize the benefits, to get the benefits going for Yuki, um, the jellyfish is, is the best way to go. Um, and that's also going to play into the next evolution, which is, which is the, um, the strike team edition, but we'll get to that a little bit later. But that, that's a, believe it or not, uh, the number of math that the the number of hits I've, I've gotten on my base with the jelly on and without the jelly on that, that's significant seven, seven, (laughs) that increase makes a huge difference. Uh, believe it or not. And, and i me i definitely if you have if you have you can use the jetty fish go for it that's 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 gonna be the best route um if you don't right and you want to save costs and repairs and you got nothing but corvettes that's fine too right it goes back to to what we that the whole strategy was you want to control the hit order you want to control you know the um the order of how your officers is going to engage combat and you know whether you use you know whether you use corvettes any of the g ones g2s or, or you know ships that's that's up to you and ultimately you can use g5 ships if you if you can afford it um and th- and you basically you're show stripping and you're turning all your docks into uh, additional platform guns right um i mean you're basically delivering nothing but all punches right so it all depends on what you want to do um but for me only really fish because that because that one ability that actually makes Makes the most sense um, as far as the setup. And All right, so so let's
0: shifts. go to this four dock setup. You're still then running sure. with Rialta. You're running with a Taurus or two, and you're running a baby jelly. Then in a four dock setup, right? Right. All so right. So
7: the four dock setup. If you want now, if you want to counter the uh, the uh, the update, right? And Not really counter, but actually work within the exec, how it's written now. You would probably still want to go with, with cross with with the Rialta. Um, you definitely want to go on the Taurus on the next step is you definitely want, um, Harrison and Pike set up, but you get that, that, you bypass, um, you want Tilly with, uh, with Michael Burnham, um, Georgiou. you get that full energy, get that, that Burnham also does some shield stripping. Um, and then you also want to get the hall burning going with Giorgio That's number three. Then, uh, that's one. And then uh, you can go with Yuki as the final on the jelly, um, and that's the basic. That's that would be the basic core right there. Um, if you can go five docs, then yeah, I would definitely start throwing on Vemit onto another Taurus and eat. He, and here's the order how I would do it with the Taurus because you, now you have, yep, you, you have three, and he would have to be on the max Taurus because you want to be able to stack that health, a full health for Vemet to be able to show strip. On a max tourist from, for me, for my officers, the max that he can strip is about 50 K or 52 K depends on X, the rest of my health stacks. And that, that actually, that, that little 50, 52 K that, uh, that he, he, I the show shipping. That's what gets the little push over, uh, into that zero, zero strips. Now the difference here is on the original, we actually did add Lorco work on and on guard wharf as to to help it's going the whole breach going but we can drop that and go strictly for for show stripping because I, I rather take the show stripping um and let the guns do the whole, whole punching um uh, as
0: a matter of fact uh here's what i'm looking for in our original document are, are you saying then that that for most players as far as a common setup you're really not recommending any changes even though the baby jelly is, is not maybe quite as uh, not quite as potent as what it was and I just added this into the graphics room this is what 867 sent me last time um, added to the graphics room you guys are asking for kind of a link or you know the things that you should be looking at 867 basically what we're saying is despite the baby jelly if we're going to use these core officers then there's not a lot of change here right
7: Oh, the only the only thing I would do if you want to keep focusing on the, the show stripping is drop drop lorca's setup on the fortunate and throwing in throwing uh, and Nero, Nero that set up as a piece you can put them on the tourist it doesn't matter or you keep them on the fortunate it doesn't matter uh at the end at the end you want you want them gonna kick off no matter which order he, if it goes before or after Yuki it doesn't matter but you know just to be safe you want to try to keep him as front of Yuki because you kind of do want to protect her but that's that's the only tweak that I would do and you know in that page that you posted that was actually one of the one of the original steps we did we start until we didn't realize yeah the baby jelly baby jelly was doing 140 we didn't realize that we thought it was a (laughs) so we he's kind of like oh maybe we should just take her off and see what happens and then we realized that we actually didn't need Emmett but now we do because they, they changed it.
0: So it just work as... So Vemet now is actually necessary if you want to get to the 100% shield strip in the first round, whereas before right. you didn't need it. All right, so that's a big change, all right? If you take a look at the chart that we just posted, and we do have some other documents that we can share a little bit later, but if you take a look at the document we just posted, and <clears throat> you can see in an alternative crew... Uh, set up there where he's got Kumak as captain with Nero and Vemet on the sides. That is a shield stripping burning, and he had it labeled as an alternate because Yuki was enough to get 100% shield strip. Now, because of the battle engine update, Yuki is not, all right? It's not enough. So now you've got to look at adding that Kumak, Nero, Vemet in, and uh, if you were just speaking out of turn, you would probably. What did you say? You're going to substitute that in for the Crass ship? Is that what you're saying? No, I
7: would. I would drop the Lorca, the fortunate. I would drop Lorca Gorkon. Gorkon.
0: I'll drop the Lorca Gorkhan, Georgia. Well, now that makes it a five a five dock setup, though, right? If we were going four docks, then which one would you would you pull out? I guess Crass. Uh, yeah. Uh,
7: if you here's the thing, right? The officer Rom is, is is that's a thorn in, in a lot of people. Um, so Crass so is of, the counter
0: to Rom. Like that's the only thing that you've got. If somebody's coming at you right. with Rom, then you need Crass. So and and then of course you need Tilly. You need Yuki. You need Harrison. All right, so really, truthfully, you really want to kind of approach this from a five-dock setup, but you've got the crews here. We just added the uh, the graphic into the graphics room. So you've got the available crews. Maybe a five-dock setup is probably better. Then, of course, a six-dock could be better, or a seven-dock, so you can always do more with more ship docks. Now, there is the obvious elephant in the room, 867. We've got a brand-new officer that bubba joe might find this shocking all right but if i'm looking at this officer ability which by the way is a pvp ability and the if i'm not mistaken bubba joe wasn't pawn the free-to-play uh explorer strike team officer in his month pawn wasn't that the one that everybody got if they participated 100 percent? i think it was right
4: I do not recall.
0: Yes, he was. Six Flash says yes. So really, anybody who played in the Way arc should probably have Pawn. Well, golly gee darn, Baba Joe. Some people in the chat are saying, well, listen, if you had a second baby jelly, where would you put it? Would you put it on Tilly? Well, maybe, maybe not. Itchy, here's the thing. You've got maybe a second baby jelly. You should probably have Pawn because he was free to play, okay? Well, let's take a look at Pawn. 867, you had mentioned this as, like, an advanced version of bold defense, bold defense 3.0, but it's not really, right? Like, I mean, if you have a second baby jelly, but everybody could have done that, even with this most recent event store. You could have a second baby jelly. And Pawn was a free-to-play officer. So let's take a look at Pawn here for a second. And then 867, I'm going to invite your comment. If you guys visit stfc.space, let's take a quick peek at Pawn. He's a part of the Explorer Strike Team, but he has a very interesting captain's maneuver. All right. Uh, it's only 10% at base, of course, but synergy can get you 15% per side. So, again, 867, this kind of coming into play where you say maybe advanced, if you've got Weihoon, right? If you've also got Ikataka, if you've got all three of the Explore Strike Team, then you can actually take Pawn's ability from 10% up to 40%. Then you can take the baby jelly. With pawn, uh, take that 40% and now make it 68%. Now, 867, what do we have a 68% chance of doing with the baby jelly in the bold defense 3.0? Uh, well, first, um,
7: let me make a correction here. Um, it's not 68%. Open math equals 47%. Does- the Baby Jelly is only adding to 17%, so the baby, therefore you don't add an extra um, 7%, right? So you have Pawn, who's 10%, times the uh, 17%, which is 1%, which is only 17, and then you add to 15%, which is 30, comes out to be 47 Really, you're only getting 47% chance of proccing on the Baby jellyfish with Pawn. So the Baby Jelly affects all... the
0: base? I thought that was how Yuki was getting to 100% was that it affected after synergy is that right
7: that well she was doing it because it was defective so she was getting um twenty fourteen thirty four uh yeah, but she was getting close to she was getting to hundred percent she was getting up to nine, I think it was ninety two uh she was, like she was getting up to ninety four I have to double-check the math to get that one. But that's where she was going. That's why she was able, that's why she was able to get that high, and it was it was able to pull the rest of it off. All right, all right
0: so we take a look. At, all right, so we're looking at 10% times the uh, jellyfish bonus is 17 plus 30. So now you're looking at a 47%. Let's call it 50-50, all right? Let's call it a 50-50 shot that Pawn has a chance at the start of combat to delay opponent's weapons for three rounds. While fighting players, if he's on unexplored now eight six seven, I do see naysayers in the chat. I haven't tested this. I'm relying on your expert base defense analysis. <laughs> is Pawn actually uh, procking in base defense?
7: So the answer is yes. The short answer, bottom line up front, the answer is yes. He is procting The reason why this is this is what I consider a advance is because this is heavily reliant on our. Um, I've done okay my life is currently at war right now um so i've I've actually had to bait a lot of big ships Orvis, um or cuts to hit my base and stuff um and uh, and the, all the counts that i've gotten i've i've he, he does he does proc at uh, fifty fifteen chance right so every out of every ten five times he'll he'll proct um so yes, he does work however. That's not enough, right? That, that is not enough you can't just rely on him to, to to do this. Now, if you want to be you know, buck wild and, and go for it, you can actually do a three-base ship setup with him uh, But there is another component to using pawn here. Um, this, this is the battleship strike team. Um, I don't know if you want me to go through that right now or you want me to hint him. As part of the explorer <laughs> strike
0: team or, or what are you saying with the battleship yeah, strike team? so...
7: So I have two, I have two, two setups, right? Um, I run, when well, I run pawn, I also run the battleship strike team, but here's the thing. I don't run uh, strike team lawn. I use strike team. una, And i use strike team or um, and I use Pike, um, uh, as the captain, so he can help boost their, their abilities here. The reason why I want to use this is when pawn does activate the first three rounds. The first three rounds that the opponent does not fire at all. By the time you get to round four, Una has already been triggered from round one. So by the time she gets to round four, she's already negated his shield. So ideally you use those two ships and that's it. And you don't need Yuki. That's if you want to go book wild, right? But I have a firm I'm a firm believer of two is one, one is none. Right. So that's your first setup. The second setup should always be the base defense system right base show stripping because if he does a prox, you need to fall back on yuki and let yuki tilly and everyone else help push that that show stripping down um, as soon as possible but when on procs, i've got i got i think i've seen a couple of bad logs, um october doesn't work anymore but um i've actually gotten i've actually gotten um hits where someone hits my base and they they've lost they they've never fired a shot and my base just totally destroyed them and zero i got zero damage off of my off of my uh just on that i just on pawn just procking correctly on, on. but that's the 50/50 50, 50
0: shot right it's a 50/50 50, 50 <laughs> shot that pawn's going to proc if he would proc is is this what you're saying if pawn would proc then the a yuki combo never really comes into play because you've right. got pawn there Running full synergy. You also have a second ship that you actually are using a battleship then, right? You're using uh yeah. battleship strike team uh in this combination. But yep. it uh, seems like you can't you can't do one or the other, right? You'd have to run both. Because if pawn doesn't proc, then battleship strike team has essentially lost most of its effectiveness, and you're still right back to needing Killy. Uh, or sorry, Tilly and
7: Yuki, right? Yuki. So yeah, so this is why this is why it's it's really advanced version because you actually need minimum five uh, docs. Six is great, seven is better, eight is awesome. Um, that's only because you need to have you got to run a dual dual system like that, right? So you have to have <laughs> the the uh, strike team set up, then you have to have the core defense set up only because they need they need to work off each other as just in case fail safe one doesn't work um what's great about this is if Pond doesn't proc he becomes a fodder right so he gets killed right off, right off the butt uh right off the bat and then he steals he still protects yuki that's her do her job and sometimes depending on the order um you know the backup part is if ortega's triggers right this is where i'm still trying to figure her out um she's i think she works like kuran or or chang where if she does trigger one one of the firing patterns going to shift or when the guns is going to shift um it doesn't really mean from what i'm reading here i'm suspecting is it doesn't really shut shuts down um you know a a, you know a she's supposed to shut down a gun within that that round or i've seen i've seen battles where pawn doesn't proc but when she does proc um i somewhere in the middle of the battle um and my rounds will go like eight maybe 12 rounds depending if or not, but there there'll be there'll be instances where the, the 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 attackers' guns won't fire for two rounds in the middle of battle, which is kind of interesting. because, And I'm thinking that's a shift in the firing pattern that she's creating. So she's also kind of like a backup, but I I really I'm still trying to figure it out. And I I kind of am not really going to bank 100 on her. But what I do bank is on Una. So even, even if it pond doesn't proc, but she can still survive to round four. Your shield stripping is done, right? I mean, she's she's done her job as well. Once she gets past round four, everybody's done their job. Now it's up to your, to your base guns to to do the killing. Right?
0: So if uh, you're going and, to if you're going to use the explorer and battleship strike teams, obviously you're going to put the battleship strike team on. Uh, you could do it on a Corvette, right? Because again. The order doesn't matter. Strike team, battleship strike team, is going to lose if they come at you with an interceptor, right? It's going to be the first one taken out. The only reason the battleship strike team would become valuable in that scenario is if, indeed, pawn were to proc. And if pawn procs, then the battleship survives for three rounds because the opponent's not going to fire any weapons, all right? So if pawn doesn't proc, then there's a high degree of likelihood that your battleship dies immediately. Uh, there's also the possibility if they hit you with an explorer um, that it's going to last until the very end. But again, it doesn't really matter if Pawn procs, right? And right. And if Pawn doesn't proc, then who cares if it dies because you're falling back on your Tilly and Yuki combination. So right. this might be what some people were actually talking about then. If you were going to ask about what the Battleship piece of this is. It's not an entire Battleship uh, bold defense. It is literally maybe this more advanced piece because now you're adding in six strike team officers. You're adding in uh, Una, Ortegas, and La'on from Battleship Strike Team. And then you're also adding in Pawn Weyun and Ikataka, from explorer strike team and basically eight six seven. what you're saying is just adding them in to two extra slots and not really replacing out of the other slots if you can help it right you can do this setup with a five doc setup six better seven ultimate right
7: that's correct yes
0: okay so uh cruzito asked the question can someone tell me what scopely changed on the Baby Jelly. Really, truthfully, it's a bug that has existed for three years, but they did finally fix it. Uh, You remember what Pike used to do, Bubba Joe, how it gave a double benefit. Like, it said it gave 40%, but it was given 80. And if you had the synergy with Moreau, it was supposed to be 120, but it was given like 100 or 240. Like, it was basically just doubled. Well, the Baby Jelly was the same way. It gave a 70% boost to the captain's maneuver, but it was actually giving a 140% boost, all right? With the new Battle Engine update, it has been corrected and is now actually giving a 70% boost to the Captain's Maneuver, which, if you're using it in the bull defense, was going to go to Yuki, all right? It still will, but it's not quite as potent now unless you bring up the Vemet. Uh, uh, card or the uh, the Vemet combination that you guys see in the graphics room there to sub in and supplement Yuki so that you can still get a hundred percent shield strip in the first round. Using this advanced version is going to require at least one or two extra docs and six of the strike team officers. Blaze says so. What you're saying is the bug finally got fixed. Now that we found a player advantage use for it, N- not necessarily. We've been using the we've been using the baby jellybug for like three years. <laughs> We've been using that for a long time. Now, blue says, what about the jelly and crass? Well, not necessary if you're going to do crass plus full synergy, uh, in most cases. All right. But I mean, if you had a second jelly, you could certainly do that blue. Um, I would maybe even suggest that there could potentially, if you're going to use the pawn mechanic, then you would have a use for a third baby jelly. But I mean, the baby jellies are never bad, especially when you're looking at captain's maneuvers, right? I would probably recommend, if you're going to use the advanced version, if you're going to use the strike team version, then I would probably recommend putting pawn on the baby jelly. At least that's going to get your your chances up to a 50-50 split. All right? You got one chance, you got heads or tails, that it's going to work. All right? But that's not enough to, to rely on, right? It's a 50-50 shot, so you're still going to have... Yuki and Tilly down there. Let me ask 867, do you feel that taking the extra ships and the extra dock of of using the strike team advanced version does it actually perform better? I mean, I guess because they're not firing for 3 shots or for 3 rounds, right? I guess that that would make it perform better, but you still have a re- you still have a pretty solid chance with With Yuki and Tilly, right? Does the pawn or the strike team version make it better?
7: As far as guys, I'm I'm sorry. Oh, for damage wise, I don't think so. Here's only because the way I'm I'm, is the way I'm because.
0: yeah, we, we're we're losing him. The router is out again. Where are you? Eight six seven. Like besides forty meters underground. <laughs> All right. See here. Yeah, he's he's in a secret underground bunker protecting the secrets of the bold defense. Now, um, Bubba, you had mentioned in the chat. Does Kras need full synergy to counter Rom? He does. Um, and and you're absolutely right. To counter Rom, he would need full synergy. But there is—is there a scenario where you could use crass with a baby jelly? I don't think it's necessary, right?
7: I don't think so. Um, You've you've already proved it on the math in your on your podcast. With the synergy, synergy, it rounds up, right? So that point eight to point seven rounds up to a one. So yeah, he actually does negate it as full synergy. So you don't really need it. If if we were going to use something like This is kind of pointless, but if we can have the ability of a baby jellyfish, uh, applied to another ship with craft on it, he, I think he could be a very good counter to some of the strike team officers right off the bat, but who's going to use a baby jellyfish.
0: Right. <laughs> well know my- it'd, take, it'd take hundreds, if not thousands, of, of shots. Now, in fairness, let let's come to the chat. And Duval Duvall hates this segment, Bubba Joe. He's he's constantly trolling the segment, which and and I get it. Uh Duval fine. Uh I, I like Duvall, But he's a big raider. Obviously he doesn't want people defending. Um, but there he does bring one valid point, right? He brings one valid point. Why? Would you use this? Well, we mentioned that at the opening of the segment. And as we close this segment, uh, I do want to thank you, 867. Despite our technological problems tonight, you have delivered pretty amazing information. And I've understood it, Bubba Joe, which is tough to do. (laughs) It's really, really tough to teach me something like this without me seeing it. Trader, I think we've got something to look at in the lab. I do. I think that I would really like to see Wardod come at me with his brand-new G5 Rare that he's got. And I'd like to try to use the advanced version of this bold defense with Strike Team to see if it would actually hold him off. I I halfway wonder. If Pawn actually procs, I think it could. I really think it could. What do you think, Trader? You want to bet some toy mice on it?
6: Um Yeah, I think we should bet some toy mice on that. I think the <laughs> I think the Twitch viewers would
0: enjoy that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it, Wardod Wardod uh, might. I don't know. It, it it would be a really interesting thing. So let's let's mark that down. We we could even look at it maybe tomorrow night, uh, as we step into the Twitch laboratory to to look at this. And no crazy. I don't have any more graphics just yet. I think eight six seven is probably working on an updated docu, uh Updated document that we can put out there. But as of right now, this is all that I've got. Now, um, as we get ready to wrap this up, 867, let me thank you, man. I really appreciate you guys. How about a round of applause for your base defense expert from, what was it, server? Tell me. Or you got to remind me. 14. I, four, server 14, everybody. Yeah! Fourteen. <laughs> thank you very much. Appreciate you, 867. And uh, I'm going to uh, go ahead and let you go so that you can preserve what's left of your monthly 1x data all right. allowance. Uh,
7: (laughs) I want to thank uh, Iron Chef here Dr. Iron Chef for uh, being one of my uh, One of your
0: test subjects Iron Chef, thank you buddy I appreciate you uh, (laughs) very much 867, thank you very much Thank you for being very flexible today Have a wonderful evening Uh, Appreciate you so very, very much Um, Guys, I think what we're wrapping here with And we're definitely going to test this on screen tomorrow night And to Duvall's credit This is strictly anti-Raiders right? This is, the the Raiders out there are going to hate people hearing about this strategy. Now, you know, Bubba, we have said that we try to give strategy to everybody, no matter what your walk of life is in this game. We've done episodes on mining, we've done episodes on PvP, we've even done it on offensive raiding, right? We've talked about planet position, filling the planets, and timing and crews and all that stuff. Well, at the same time, we like to also provide the other side of that coin, alright? Provide the other side of that coin, which is the defensive side of this, okay? Um, but it is not without its own failures, right? Currently, Bubba Joe. <laughs> currently, this defense is going to struggle to work because of the base defense repair bug that currently exists inside the game. All right. So don't necessarily count on this for this coming incursion because fixing the defense platform bugs is gonna give you is going to give you fits.
4: Right. Oh, I assume I assume this was going to give fits because, you know, you're not going to be able to attack a base anyway if they have eight docks.
0: That's not entirely true. Let me. So here you go, Duvall. I'm going to give you your offensive. I'm going to give you your offensive sneaky hint uh, hint tonight, Bubba Joe.
4: Uh, Uh, Okay, I would like you to provide the community (laughs) uh, the means by which they can attack a base uh, completely and 100% within the terms of service that Scopely wants you to play this game.
0: Okay, use shenanigans.
4: <laughs> That's not within the terms of service.
0: It's uh, First of all, this one is, Scopely has has said that they won't take any action on people using Ripper shenanigans. All right.
4: That's different from saying it's acceptable within the terms of service.
0: <laughs> well, they haven't named him in the terms of service, and you're right, Cruzito can't do it on mobile. All right, the space bar is the only way that you can do it, and only if you're using Ripper's mod. All right. Um, that being said, if you have eight ships home and none of them in a in a in a invalid state, none of them being repaired or tearing or anything like that. All right. Also, yeah, Wham, blue stacks will work. All right. Blue stacks will work. Um, you can do that. Anything where you can use a space bar. All right. But you're right. Listen, at the end of the day, it's still a problem. It's still a bug. Okay. And you want to be real careful with this thing. Um, although, Bubba, I might point out that somebody with eight docks home is probably not likely to be the benefactor of the bold defense. I and mean, no, no, I'll use it. I'll use it probably. I guess. I, I guess some people can with eight docks. All right. P- possibly. All right. I I would like to soak up damage points. Yo, server. Who are we playing? Server twelve. Is that what we're playing? Yo, server twelve. I will be happy to soak up the damage points from G5 rares uh, by using uh, and and I'll I'll even repair. It. I'll take one ship out. That way you can hit me. All right, I'll take one chip out, Trader. That way they will be able to hit me. Um, so here you go. That's the bold defense using, and you've got the modifier. Oh, I'm facing 21, not 12. Nah, I'm a dope. Um, there you go. Your strike team modifier, and this is probably what people have been asking me about, Bubba Joe, with the battleship version of this. I didn't know that there was a battleship version, but apparently now combined with pawn. There is a Battleship Strike Team variant that you can put in here, but only 50% effective. And that relies on pawn. So it's certainly not a guarantee by any stretch you get to flip a coin. And Wham says, I kind of prefer the fortunate version. i got to be honest with you. Comparing it to a 50-50 coin toss, I think I might agree with you, Wham. All right? I I mean, if I'm looking at a 50-50 heads up, I think I like the other one better too myself. So we'll have to tanker. Uh, we'll have to tinker with that tomorrow night. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Bubba, we will prepare our um, our final grades. We're not issuing them tonight, but if there's things that we need to talk about, uh, things. So, y- yes.
4: So, something to think about before the break. So uh-huh. you were, you at the beginning of the show talked about you want a show 100 before the end of the year. Yes.
0: Uh yeah sure.
4: And Sunday, you said we have a special guest, right? Yeah. Do you really want to do the grading show, either before or after the special guest?
0: I mean, I don't. know. When do you suggest we do it, Bubba Joe? I don't know when we get. Well, I don't know when we squeeze it in. Twitch is tomorrow I, night. Then Friday and Saturday, I, I guess. But
4: that's what I, I just just something to think
2: about. Here. <laughs> I, I think that
4: that's, I, well, so. I hate, I hate doing a grading show. like we've, done, we've I think we've had a grading show when you did an interview, right? Maybe it was the first time Echo came on the show or something like that. Um, or maybe it was someone else. And it just feels very cramped, right? Yeah. Because we're trying to do a bunch of things and then we, we don't really get to talk about the arc. And I think the best grading shows are when we're really going to talk about the arc and give some real useful feedback as opposed to the arc gets an F, right? Uh, which isn't helpful, right? Why is the arc getting an F? this is why this event was broken this mechanic didn't work this did not and explain the frustration the players have or why does it get an a because this was great and this scaled properly and this thing and there was this player beneficial bug and actually the discussion is what matters more than the actual grade and so it's just throwing it out there i don't know what your schedule is i'm not trying to commit you to anything but friday (laughs) or saturday maybe a better what time to do a grading show and get you show 100 before the end of the year
0: well we we might look at doing something maybe we'll we'll have to see i work both of those days so i I don't know we'll see but i i will tell you um if if we can do it we'll do it you guys in the chat saying it's non-negotiable i i know i really did want show 100 i really did i don't know where we missed it um but uh we'll we'll see what we can do to try to to try to get it in there. That being said, on the other side of the break, we are going to come down. We're going to start these conversations, Bubba Joe. Because we do always like to talk about some big stuff. Uh, and and maybe have the habit of conversation about more detailed uh, items. And, and we'll do that on the other side of this break. We're going to start that um, on the other side of the break. Also, on the other side of the break, we come back to Bubba Joe's holiday gift. Bubba, yours is coming up first. You guys don't want to miss this. I'm
4: so excited.
0: Guys, you don't want to miss this. It comes up on the other side of this break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live. Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast back in a moment. Hang on. Special thanks today to one of our sponsors, allinadvertising.com. Do you own a business that needs special attention with regards to your online marketing strategy and deployment? Or do you know someone who could benefit from these ever-important services in today's competitive business environment? Well, you can reach out today at allinadvertising.com slash trek. Did you know that if you refer someone to All In Advertising that you can get paid? That's right. You can earn up to 20% of ongoing marketing services in a referral commission just by helping a friend get on their feet with online strategies. Last month All in Advertising.com paid out over 15 Thousand dollars in referral commissions, and you could buy a lot of packs with your cut. Plus, if you sign up as a business owner today, you can receive thirty free days of PPC management. That's an entire month, absolutely free. So, whether you own or know someone who does, all in advertising.com is worth the look. Visit all in slash talking trek to start earning more. today. target.com is a site with a whole host of tools for the players, not only at veteran status in this game, but also for brand new players, giving you insights into PvP banding crews, and ROE used by many servers, pvptarget.com can help you get your feet under you with respects to all things player versus player. Visit their website for our player's guide regarding lawful attacks, warships, and even a glossary of terms for use right here inside Star Trek Fleet Command. Visit pvptarget.com today. That's pvptarget.com.
2: This program is made possible in part by a grant from Pam Cooking Spray. Now introducing new Pam Anderson Cooking Spray for stick-free cooking with silicone.
1: Hey, Santa! Oh,
2: oh, 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 hello, Ernie the Elf. What can I do for you?
1: I was just on Twitter and I saw
5: your account was suspended. What the heck is going on?
2: Why, yes, I'm afraid that's true. Elon Musk took me down big time.
1: Why? What could Elon possibly have against Santa Claus?
2: Well, I put him on the naughty list for one.
1: But tons of people
5: are on the naughty list. Vladimir Putin, the entire cast of The View. That's no reason to get suspended.
2: He also accused me of doxing. Doxing? Oh, oh, yeah. I was just trying to track down his Twitter employees' new office bedrooms so I could leave them their presents. I guess that violates the new policy.
5: That's not so bad. I mean, if that's the worst you did.
2: Well, no, actually, I did commission him to build an electric sleigh to be more eco friendly, but it kept crashing every 10 minutes. So I went back to reindeer, and now he's all ticked off. Guess I'm trying out True
7: Social. Ho, 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 ho. Then and now. Family holidays then.
5: All right, everybody, grab a
4: jacket and get in the car. We're going to Grandma's. And don't forget your science test. I want to show her how good your grades are.
8: Come on, Mom. She doesn't care about my test. Can we just go? Of course
4: she does. Now hurry up.
7: Ugh, I'm so sick of all this science. Family holidays now.
4: all right everybody grab a mask and get in the car we're going to grandma's And don't forget the rapid tests I want to show her everyone is clear
8: come on mom she doesn't care about a test we're all vaccinated of course she does now hurry up let's go Ugh, I'm so sick of all this science
0: Well Billy went down to Scopely, they were looking for some money to steal. They were in a bind, they were way behind, and looking to make a deal. When he saw this old whale sawing through the 50s and playing it slow, and the Billy jumped up on the hickory stump and said, dude what's got you low? I guess you didn't know it son, but I'm a Star Trek player too. And if you care to take a dare, I'll make a bet with you. Now you whale pretty hard old boy, but give this Billy his due. I'll bet this D against your visa, cause I think I'm better than you. Well said, my name's Bubba, and it might be a sin. But I'll take your bet you're going to regret, because I'm the best that's ever been.
7: Bubba fired up his Star Trek and
0: recalled all his ships. Because Billy's lucid fleet command and is claiming all his pips. And if Bubba wins, he'll get that shiny Enterprise D. But if you lose, Billy gets your money. Billy fired up his docs and said, okay, I'll start this show, and the new galaxy tree came to life as he maxed out all his nodes, and Billy pulled out his Tribune and crewed it up to fight. He maxed out its stats, sent it out to show off, and parked it confident of his strats. When the ship arrived, old Bubba said, well, that's a nice ship you got there, but you just sit right on down and let me show you how to fight fair. That research is bad, so instead I buffed my ships, and I learned and I listened to the content creator's lips, Learn how to buff and crew my ships for less cost, which instead of profit only leads you to financial loss. The Billy overconfidence sent his Tribune to hit his offering, and when the animation had ended his ship was now in his station pending. Bubba said, Billy, seems like you've got a lesson that might lead to some yearning. I can help you if you let me, because these players, they're learning. Bubba yelled, check your cost before you spend. Do some math before you reach your end. Listen to the players and creators to get some learning. And for goodness sakes, don't forget the Tribune needs burning. <laughs> there you go, Bubba. Everybody everybody is making me feel all self-conscious about my horrible singing. I am not a musical artist. <laughs> Bubba Joe... Bubba Joe told me six months ago, this was in June, and he said to me, listen, there is only one thing I want for Christmas this year. This was on your Christmas list back in June. He said there is only one thing that I want this year, and it is this. (laughs) And that's why uh, the other day, Bubba, you had asked me. I don't remember if we were on podcast. We might have been on podcast. You said, did you get a chance to do my thing? And I'd completely forgotten about it completely forgotten about it so uh i did spend some time over the last couple of days bubba joe to finish putting this thing together for you um it, it, it was it's uh the lyric first of all just real quick bubba wrote the lyrics
4: bubba no, wrote the yeah. lyrics and, and they don't and they're not that they, you're right that some of them are stretched some of them are good rhyme <laughs> i totally acknowledge that uh but yeah wrote this back in wrote this up back in june Listening, yeah. to the, listening to the original, I'm like, I bet this is something we can do.
0: <laughs> well, we, we it was a stretch, but we did it. We did it. Uh, the lyrics came back in June. And, of course, Trader, that was when the galaxy tree was topical, oh. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The new yeah. galaxy tree was topical. Um, and then, uh, yeah, see, look, they're already wanting a, an adaptation, Bubba Joe for Assaults. Guys, that took hours. I am not as good that as was Beck. Phenomenal.
4: That was phenomenal. I'm glad. That you was awesome, DJ. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. That was fantastic. I'm thank glad you, you
0: liked much. it. That's what you wanted for Christmas. See, you guys got me helicopter lessons. I wrote, uh, I cre- concocted a uh, musical creation for Bubba Joe. Uh, don't worry. Don't worry. We've got much better. Musical stylings from community manager Beck coming up after the next commercial Wait, what? return. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Listen, everybody. A straight Ripper.
4: It's, it's morning for Ripper now. That's, that's the benefit of going so late.
0: It's 4 o'clock in the morning. It's a little early for Ripper, right? Like, do I have the time right? Yeah, it's 4 o'clock in the morning.
8: Yeah, it is, it is 4 o'clock in the morning. What? That is correct. Why are you here?
0: You should be um... sleeping
8: yeah let's just say
0: um my sleep <laughs> schedule these days is a bit different it's a little little bit rubbish right did you get to hear baba joe's christmas present please tell me you did yes i did oh good good goody, good good did you like it <laughs> yeah it was not rubbish
2: yes What? that's that's high praise oh my god
0: it was high praise it was not rubbish oh that is amazing that's a solid review that might that as well loves you, man. that might as well be an A plus from the mouth of Ripper Ripper if you were giving it a grade I don't want to ask this if you were giving it a grade uh, how would you grade that uh, Christmas gift to Bubba Joe I don't do that Okay, fair enough. He only grades the shows, Tavi uh, Tavi yeah. Mose gave it an I A+. Plus. only grade your show, DJ. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate I,
4: it. I, I, I also give that rendition an A+. Plus. That was fantastic.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I know, GNN. Ripper said not rubbish. Okay? I think that's phenomenal. Thank uh, you. No, that could happen, right? <laughs> I know, right? It's just crazy. Uh, absolute craziness. Um... <laughs> I should mention we should you know what? Forget it. All right. Anyway. Whew. Um, let's talk about let's talk about this uh this arc. I'm trying to be, oh Yeah, I Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to but it's fine, whatever. Secret codes and stuff. All right. Uh December arc four. Um Deep Space Nine. The finale, Bubba Joe. Let's break it down. Uh what we're gonna do here is start on these topics. I'm sure we're not gonna get to everything. Uh, but we'll try to see if there's a time that we can that we can finish discussing and do the interview and and um, or or do the grading of the arcs and and then do the interview on a on a different day and all this stuff. I don't know. I'll figure it out. But we got a lot to discuss. I I I'm sure that there are two things. I, I know that there are two things at the top of my list. All right, one very very good and one very very bad. All right, and they're obvious. Okay. Assaults, miserable, terrible, decomposing, garbage, waste feature, horrible, worst of the year. Get out of town. <laughs> I have nothing to discuss about assaults. Absolutely nothing. Even their second run, Bubba Joe, which, you know, they they made some technical improvements. That's fine. And I praise that, by the way. I praise their... Their technical, mechanical improvements on run number two, all right? But the whole feature is still rubbish, okay? The whole feature is rubbish. I appreciate what engineering was able to work in a small amount of time as far as fixing some of the bugs and giving – the like, I really did like the player-controlled fix. I had a lot of PMs. I had a lot of PMs, Bubba Joe – where players were like, listen, we got stuck, and I told them what to do, and they were like, oh, wow, that worked. All right, that worked, and a lot of players got stuck. All right, so there's still that problem. But the player-controlled fix to that, I was pleased. That has nothing to do with the feature. That That's crazy enough. That's me praising engineering on a quick turnaround and effective fix for the problems that they had already created. All right, so I'm I'm pleased that they got that thing turned around. And which, and
4: which fix are we talking about?
0: We're talking about the fact that players could get each other out of a stuck status. Ripper, you weren't here, and I'm, I'm sure you didn't watch the video, so I don't know if you, if you had a chance to watch the video or not, about Scopely actually releasing a hot patch into the game. Bubba, you watched the video, didn't you? You knew what happened, didn't you? He clearly I don't did believe not. I watched he that video. He clearly did not. All right. Well, here's here's the long, long story short. Players were getting stuck, right, Bubba Joe? The ghost nodes, we talked about that, Trader. right? Like, you could spend directives, you could waste 10 minutes in the circle, and then the battle would never go off because the Alliance Starbase was broken, right? Do we all remember that scenario? That was weekend number one.
4: That one I remember, yeah.
0: Okay. Weekend number two, engineering releases a hot fix that allow, if your starbase is broken, if you're stuck, you could have messaged a friend from any other alliance and said, hey, here are the coordinates to my ASB. Would you please click the button to start an assault against my base? Well, who would do that? I don't want to spend directives on your broken base. Ah, but that didn't happen that way. All right? If your base was broken, you could ask a player to come and click the assault button against your base. Instead of what happened in Weekend 1, Bubba Joe, what happened in Weekend number 2 is that you got a pop-up error and said that this base has been relocated. It took no directives. It took no time away from you, and it forced a reset of that ASB back into undeployed status. Because just like in the very first month of this ASB, when ghost nodes were happening, Aaron, you know this all too well, you spent two months in the middle of nowhere, it was a relocation error, Bubba Joe, so they were stuck between deployed and undeployed or they were stuck between node A and node B. So when a player initiated an assault on weekend number two, on a broken base, engineering put in a hotfix to basically kick it in the pants and reboot it back to undeployed status. It actually put a player-controlled fix into the game. And and I got to be honest with you, who would rather call out to a friend or call out in Galaxy Chat versus filing a customer support ticket and waiting five to seven days. Who would have taken the player-controlled fix instead of the customer support ticket? Now, Wham, you're right. It is a band-aid, and I even said that in the video. It doesn't solve the problem of it not happening in the first place, okay? But it did allow you direct control over fixing something in real for that I praised that engineering hot patch I did I do still I think it's very good to give players the opportunity and no clearing local didn't fix the ASB just throwing it out there the base was actually stuck in a mode of relocation all right but that was a good thing that is literally the only good thing that I can say about assaults this entire month The rest of it is poo-poo garbage. Okay? Poo-poo garbage. I know it's a Band-Aid, but you know what? That was actually a cool Band-Aid. That was like a Power Rangers Band-Aid. Okay? That was a good one. The vaults, Boaz, broken on week one, fixed on week two. All right? So they fixed that. Engineering really turned a lot around in that 48 hours. Okay? Now, I agree, Jadzia. It shouldn't have happened in the first place. I don't disagree. I still think the entire thing is poopy, but if I'm being objective and fair, I shout out the engineering team for what they did in that 48-hour span between the first run and the second run, all right? But it's still a terrible feature. Go ahead, Bubba.
4: The thing that they said they fixed isn't actually fixed.
0: What, the vaults? Yes, they are. I proved it. What else did, what else?
4: The corrupted account.
0: Yeah, I still saw that. Yeah, we talked about that on the state of the the uh, the state of the game with Echo. They claimed that they fixed the uh, the uh, corrupted accounts, yet the new event happened, and we still got dozens of those reports coming in. Okay, dozens. And yes, I well, I I don't know. Yeah, probably between all of us, I myself probably received ten, probably more. Ooh. All right, and I, I wasn't the only one collecting them. Reb was collecting them. The moderators were getting them. You know, Echo said, "Well, if you get one, send them to us." Well, then they all got piled in. They, there were bunches. Like whatever it was that was causing it in the first place, it was happening again after they claimed that they fixed the the cor- the corrupted accounts problem. Ripper, do you have any insight into that? Into what it actually was? Nope. No. Me neither. As a matter of fact, we even tried to warn players, don't run them back-to-back. Now, I don't know if they did, but players still got corrupted accounts. All right? And and I, again, I, I just come back. I mean, corrupted
8: account is obviously some kind of state inconsistency that is unexpected to the system.
0: Oh, for how sure. How that happens, oh, well. Who? Yeah, who knows how it happens. But you know what? It's the most serious Uh, It's the most serious player-impacting bug I think we've probably ever seen, Bubba. I mean, truthfully, it locked you out of your account. And and on top of that, it locked you out of your account after you tried to do an assault, which means you didn't have a shield. Correct. Okay? What? So they take down your shield, then permanently, well, not permanently, but at least indefinitely... Boot you out of the game and by the way you're still waiting five to seven days on a response from customer support unless you were able to get a hold of of back or echo all right is isn't,
4: isn't it isn't going to be fun with having that bug in the game when incursion starts
0: well who's going to be running assaults during incursions nobody in their right mind would be running assaults during incursions i'm Un- not
4: entirely convinced that's a true statement If nobody in their right mind has their ASB deployed, then sure. But if you see your server's been really good about, you know, keeping plasma down and you see on the opposing server, someone with like, you know, a trillion exposed plasma, you're telling me you're not going to go for it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I probably would. Honestly. Yeah. Well, I I don't know. I mean, yeah, maybe so that I could just do it and then undeploy. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, but but that may not involve me double tapping it. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. I, I just... Anyway. You're um, right. You're right. Someone's going to run it. But yes, do so at your own freaking risk, people. Okay? Do so at your own risk. Because if your account gets corrupted, you're done. You're done with the entire incursions event. And you're unshielded. And you're going to get raided and you're likely to lose incursions for your server i'm just throwing it out there be real careful with that folks
8: i mean that that requires actually caring about incursions at this point
0: well that's true i'll still play incursions i i i still find enjoyment out of incursions i'll tell you what man you you, you know that i never liked i know incursions i know I know, but some people still like to go and do it. All right, I mean, uh, you know, some people still uh, like. I mean, to, like to, it. at least the, the version of incursions we have now. I correct. don't correct, like. correct. You know, and and we already now know, d- disappointingly, that this version of incursions is going to be pretty similar to the ones we had in the past. I, I got to be honest with you. You know, I, I'm very disappointed by that news as well, Bubba. They took off November. The end of November, they took off that incursions so that they could make improvements. Well, here it is back a month later with no changes. All right? I mean, Beck put it in her announcement. No changes yet. They're working on them, but, I mean, I kind of thought that's why you took off November. I'm just, I'm really disappointed about that delay that lackadaisical position towards incursions. Maybe they're ready to give up on it. Hell, I don't know. I'm really disappointed by that. You took a month off saying you were gonna make it better, so why come back out with the same lousy garbage? And it's just me. I'm very, I'm very fussy about it. Alright? I'm fussy about assaults. I don't like yeah, and, and we're veering off the path. Let's get back to assaults. Garbage! I said I didn't have anything to say about a Bubba Joe and we've gone 20 minutes. What do you got on incursions? Or I mean on, on <clears throat> What do you got on assaults? Because I, I'm ready to be done with this garbage. I really, like, if this, you know what? I would join you, Bubba Joe. All right? I have always said they're not going to pull a feature. They've never pulled a feature. They, they have always found a way to t- turn it around and make it work. You can't. You can't. Oh, well, that's not true. I guess you can. But it, it, you've got to start from scratch. you oh. got to start from scratch. This, this whole thing, just trash. Go ahead, baba.
4: So, I'm going to take the opposing position <laughs> as a as a point, okay? <laughs> okay. So, if assaults on your server allowed a specific location melee PVP type of thing to happen, then I can see how you would have liked assaults, right? If you are the guy and the alliance and the players that love to smash blue ships together, yeah. okay? And this allowed a 10-minute window, like the flash events, right? For you to PvP your hearts out against an opposing alliance because they decided to defend it for reasons that are unbeknownst to DJ and I and lots of other people and so they decided to defend it you decided to gather up your alliance and you had this epic melee and you had a blast with it then i'm happy for you but in the science of is this a good event does it make sense to defend do you need to defend like If you step back and look at, you know, is this any good at all? There isn't a defense to that. The events were terrible. The rewards were eh. And uh, the, the mechanic itself is significantly flawed. But if what you needed was a small window of time, faster paced than territory capture, where you guys could smash ships together as a server, and this allowed you that opportunity, then I'm really happy for you. But I think that was a... Very, very small minority of servers and people because there really isn't a reason to defend.
0: Well, we did get together, I think, once or twice on a defense. Um, maybe three times. I, I don't know. We did uh, – even on weekend number two, I think, Karkin, we kind of gathered up, and uh, we did have a pin dropped on us, and we had you know mined more. We were doing some building and things like that, and, and we got a pin dropped on us. We still lost. Yeah. Um, it's really, really hard right now not to lose an assault, uh, especially if you've got, you know, Bubba, you mentioned last time, if you've got G4, G5 ships coming at you, it's really hard to, to lose one. So, uh, at least at this stage, we're continuing to work on our combat buildings, but, I mean, I suspect it's going to be a long time before they are super relevant. It, and even
4: if you win the assault, like, even if it's, you know, a bunch of G3 ships or a bunch of G3 and one G4 or something like that, and you're going up against a pretty high-level ASB, you're still losing probably 25 to 50% of your plasma because yep. that's the mechanic. And that, that bugs a whole bunch of people. It's like, how did I lose plasma when I won the assault?
0: See, if they had gotten this whole damage balance thing right, Bubba Joe, I would have been cool with that. I am fine with prorated losses, okay? But you can't make it so that it's a, an easily defeatable target. I mean, if if oh, if how you do you are... make
2: it so
4: it is not easily defeatable to G five players, and not <laughs> impossible to do anything against for a G three? God,
0: I don't know. I mean, I know the obvious answer, but I don't even want to speak it out loud because people will get miffed. Yeah, Blue the Mandalorian. The obvious I know, answer I know. Is you
4: can't. So that's fine.
0: Oh no, there there is a way. There is a way to do it. All right, but no one's going to like the answer. Okay. Uh yeah, Blue Mandalorian says, I know, I know, I know. All right. Um, it, it's just... Uh, it, th- this feature is just so poorly imagined from start to finish. I don't... I, I genuinely
8: do not know what their idea was with assaults.
2: <laughs> I, um, I,
0: I, I failed to see it. It, uh, it, it was easily the worst feature of the year and 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 why they, you know the more troubling thing to me Bubba, is why anybody anybody would have thought that this feature was something that the player base would have enjoyed like why how did this go along as far as it did all the way to being deployed and nobody said uh what the hell is this The only
8: thing I can imagine, which I've seen happen, is, well, now it's too
0: late. Uh, No, it's not. They could have, they could have, you know what, let's picture this for a second. This was an event store month. The calendar was great. I'm going to praise the calendar, and I'm going to praise the event store here in a minute. You could have actually relied on that this month. It was good enough that you could have relied on it, okay? You could have looked at, at at assaults and if anybody had thought to look at this thing and been like, okay, like this is not worth shipping, all right? If anybody had actually taken that position, this was the month they could have done it, all right? Because the rest of the month was pretty much okay, Bubba. We had a couple of event problems. We had a couple of technical problems. It certainly wasn't overwhelming. The event store was better than we ever imagined, and, and it, it kept getting better. Bubba Joe, every time I would issue an estimate, then the estimate got bigger. You remember how I told you like a week or two ago that I had the estimate, and it was going to be 600,000 loot, 20% stronger? It ended up being even more than that. It ended up being even more because of the gift chest that they gave. All right? And then the Armada event paid. Which we weren't. I, I wasn't expecting that much there. If I'm coming back, this is crazy. I don't necessarily want to switch gears yet, but I'm going. I guess we can. Free to play loot, Bubba Joe. I remember coming out and saying that six hundred thousand was my guess. That was our official estimate, and that was with only a week left in the arc. You finished with six hundred and forty-eight thousand free to play. Six hundred. 48,000, of which, I uh, mind you, 12,000 came from the assaults events and potentially another 18,000 if you missed out on that PC only now that we're discovering, the PC only. All right, 648,000 with 30,000 of that, maybe not available to everybody. All right, 648,000. Now, I, I get it, M- Spock loot doesn't fix code, but I, I'm not making any excuses for it. I'm saying pull the feature.
4: Wham has it 100% correct. They, we could have had no assaults and gotten a DS9 station skin and everybody would have been happy.
0: You daggone right. Yeah. A DS9 Absolutely. station skin, the event store, the calendar was phenomenal, the payouts were great, the event store was the best ever, Throw a station skin out there, a, a simple cosmetic, and we would have been done. That would have been the epic finale. You, you could have looked at this feature and been like, "It's not worth pushing." And I don't know that that was anything that ever came too late. I mean, I, I just don't. I don't think that there was a point where they could have said, "It's too late. We have to launch this." I think you could have pulled that at the very last minute and just been like, no, we're not going to do it. You know how they do it? It's simple. Maybe the mechanics are still in the game, Rip, but they didn't have to add the directives. They didn't have to sell the bundles, and without that, nobody could have run them. Simple. Even if it was too late to pull out of the client, you didn't have to let people run them. I mean, honestly, not having not having a station skin is actually incredibly dumb. Well, this is not the first time we've been super surprised by that, is it, Bubba Joe? How's that Enterprise D coming? You know, I mean, it's just... It's, it's mind-blowing. Because, again, yes, this is... And, and, Trader, I am going to guess that you, based on your comments earlier in chat... I'm going to guess that you agree with me. That DS9 was largely okay. Was largely good. Over the entire four months, pretty decent, in fact. The features were mm. good. Game design uh, was on it. I don't agree. Okay, we'll talk I, about I'm that. Not,
6: I'm not 100% sold on that either. I don't think that... The arc as a whole, in my opinion, was just incredibly boring. Yep. the star mechanic that the starbase was underwhelming and useless. Okay, and frustrating. That's how I look at that. Yep. Leaving assaults aside, the starbase itself serves no purpose.
0: Defy it doesn't it. help. Bajoran anybody. store solo armadas like none of that. None Bajor- of that gets mentioned.
6: Bajor Bajoran. Yes, I like the Bajoran loop. I do not like the defiant is just as a concept.
0: All right.
8: Me neither. I I am, I am massively, massively disappointed. As are most DS9.
0: G5 players. As are most G5 players, but G3 and G4 have absolutely zero reason to be disappointed with the defiant. None. Fair enough. I mean, for me, the only good thing is the Bajoran
8: faction store. The rest is I don't I, I literally forty eight
4: days for me to
0: see if I'm gonna be disappointed. You won't be. <laughs> I you don't think be. so. I think I'll love it. I, I, I am seeing people who invested early into the Defiant. I got a screenshot uh, just the other day. Uh who was it? It was uh Gregor. German Gregor. All right, who let me see if I can find this this screenshot here real quick. He was thrilled to death with himself. Here it is, right here. You know he's ops thirty nine. I'm going to throw this in the graphics room. He's Ops 39, okay? And he took out a 46 uncommon. Oh, he didn't use the Defiant. (laughs) Still, though, all right? He's a 39. He took out a 46, and and we've got 39s fussing (laughs) that they can't do the 40s. Guys, it can be done. It can be done. Somebody, somebody in the chat right now. Show me your biggest punch up with the Defiant, all right? Show me, show me your biggest punch up with the Defiant. I think, I think that there are multiple, multiple players out there that are punching up four and five with, levels of Armada with the Defiant.
3: With what I, with what I can do, I can do a forty-five rare with the Defiant.
8: You see you see DJ, this, this makes me actually somewhat angry. Explain. Because you know I'm I'm sitting here and I'm like, yeah, the Defiant is absolutely one hundred percent useless. It is not worth my time. One bit.
0: I, I again I agree and with it will that G five. As a G5 player, that and makes total I, sense. I, I, I am so annoyed
8: that this keeps happening. Like it, it it, does not compute. Why does G5 seemingly always get screwed? Well, that's, I am mean, sure, we are, we are a minority. I know. I am aware. But at some point, you got to realize,
0: yeah, but this is not working. Well, yeah, they do. They do need to wake up and smell the roses, all right. But but because it is just the fact that G five we we uh have you know spent a lot of
8: money on this game to keep it running.
0: Sure. So I, I get I can see that, I can see that perspective. I can see that frustration. Bubba, you have indicated your satisfaction with the Bajoran loop, the Bajoran faction, right? That's got to bring you some value, I would hope.
4: Sure. Um, I, I, you know, it's, it's much better than when it launched, you know, the month later, the, the usefulness of the defiant can be summed up in the chest that it gives you the daily chest. Um, yeah, in my opinion, that's, that's the benefit because it allows you to engage in the loop more than trying to scrape by with just doing reputation or just doing an Armada start or just doing credits or whatever you were trying to do. Um, that yeah, chest didn't, is the... You could have just done that chest. You didn't have to tie that did, to the find.
8: No, you didn't. Really not. It doesn't... So, I, I just don't um, understand. But
4: the Bajoran loop as a whole, which obviously didn't get much of an update this month, uh, the favors, the favors are fine, but the solo armada portion of the of the Bajoran loop, like the uncommons are foobard at 50+. plus. And then we've yep. talked about that. And... Yeah, we're talking off. about people that are in the thirty nine and forties that are going, Oh, I can do one armada and do a triple chest unlock. I need to do four armadas just to get a single chest unlock. Uh, they, they, but their math is so perfect, DJ. They're they got this math thing on lockdown. Well, the, clearly they don't.
0: Yeah, the no, cost that, the cost of the chest. Yeah, that's that is off as well with the scale. And at this point, honestly, this
8: actually makes me a lot of days not really want to play. Because I'm like, yeah, what they're putting out here is boring to me, useless to me, and makes me
0: angry. Oh, that's disappointing to hear. But Scopely should hear it. Scopely should hear I it. Have, in, the, in the past two months,
8: I have, I think, at least half of the month's um, half of
0: the days each month, not even logged in. Yeah, the yeah, should should hear that. All right, and 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 you know, aside from the event store piece of this month, I I could probably say something similar. The feature didn't engage me at all. All right, now I I participated this month for the event store, but guess what, Bubba? Guess what? Wasn't it you and? And Ripper and Trader and the other G5s that also said the event store didn't bring you enough. You said, Bubba Joe, I've earned more loot than I can possibly spend on anything that provides me value, right?
4: I believe my exact phrase was, I've earned more dirt than I've ever earned before. (laughs) I just have nowhere to spend the dirt.
6: Right. Well, now I will disagree and depart with Bubba Joe on this because I found things to spend on. But I find value more value than he does in the officers because i engage more frequently in pvp than he does right so that's just a matter of perspective and and gameplay so i wasn't mad about the event store this month it was very generous uh i appreciated it i know my team appreciated it
0: the event store was absolutely a shining spot everything that we're complaining about here is related to you know the the feature, or even last month's ship, which is really not necessarily a part of this conversation. I brought it up because I kind of thought Trader was was feeling a little bit rosier on the entire arc as it as it is, uh, well, and and maybe not. not.
6: No, as a as a whole, I, I mean, so we an- ended on, in my opinion, we ended on a, an extremely bad note with all of the issues with assaults and the mechanic itself being just terrible but overall this isn't what i expected from ds9 it's not what i expected from the starbase and i was prepared because you had you had said <laughs> i think this the the, the, the show before arcfall this the the mechanics you're gonna see are gonna develop there's gonna be more to them you might not be excited right away but give them time so i was prepared to give things time to develop over the course of the arc and all that i see looking back at the last four months all that i see is a bunch of investment in an absolutely useless mechanic useless to the alliance useless to the game useless to individual players which i think is just criminal
0: well i'm going to depart with you even on that it's not useless All right, because the research that it provides to individuals is substantial. All right, we've talked about the speed so, up mechanic for Outlaw, uh, material efficiencies. Just, uh, material efficiencies? We're going to complain about material efficiencies? Surely not. A, so, so, DJ, are you,
4: talking about, are you talking about the favors or are you talking about the. No, I'm talking about Starbase research. research.
0: I'm talking about Starbase research.
4: Okay, so Starbase research has something on the order of 30 nodes and about seven of them are useful
0: i mean i'm not listen i am not going to talk about the entire tree no I, hell i've got a bunch of researches that are still level one all right but there are some decent ones in here how about armada loot epic armada credits rare armada credits all right increased cardassian loot all right then you've got the uh, assembly metal efficiency You've got crystal efficiency, forty percent when it maxes out. Uh, the the material efficiency. I, I mean, I I can't. I I really am going to have a hard time accepting the fact that we're going to look at forty percent material efficiency and be like, yeah, no thanks. Like that. So, that's that's crazy.
6: But, but it's not okay. First of all, introducing a mechanic that requires a substantial time commitment to manage and to build it, it requires resources, et cetera, and now requires that you have to defend the stupid thing, right? The, at the end of the day, a little bit of research isn't worth that. If they wanted to give us research, they should have given us research. And I think it's a little bit to say, well, we need this research so that the Carnassian loop is better and more efficient. Well, the Carnassian loop is what you use to introduce the star base. So you introduce a loop and then justify its existence by saying you you need to do you need this loop so you can do the research to make the loop better. I mean this isn't a personal attack, and please don't take it like that. But that's how I see this. It's just like a big it's a snake eating its own tail. And
0: well, yeah, that, that's exactly what, what this research tree is because the alternative would have been the galaxy tree, and that went over so well, right? Like, it, it, they're not, if they you say they were just going to give research, then give research, It it either is going to have a loop or it's going to take materials, one or the other, right? Look at ATA. Look at territory. Those things have loops. But you look at galaxy, combat, and station, they don't. That's just straight-up research, but what's it cost? And, I, and so, me personally, and, and maybe this is me alone, possibly, in the minority, but I will take research when it's engagement-driven. I will take research when it doesn't cost materials. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it doesn't take ore and crystal and, and y- yeah, I'm kind of with Butcher Boy. I don't want more research for materials. All right. And no, I don't call it a no win scenario, Joker. I call it an engagement scenario. All right. I can either more diversify my research expenditures by putting in uh, materials, which I don't want to do, or you can give me ATA, or you can give me um, uh, uh, territory. Okay. You can give me those things that don't cost, go back to, like, what was, we we talk about this as being one of the worst loop-engaged trees of all time, but we go back to outlaw, right? Now, I've been kind of a fan of that. I've driven it. My M number's 159. I've driven that research. But it's not the M research that makes people angry, is it? It's the research that requires engagement and still... Takes materials. Like, that's why I think people ultimately really hated Outlaw is because not only did it require engagement, Trader, but it also cost a bunch of materials, which was doubly as bad for some players. All right? I I understand that there's going to be different strokes for different folks. Maybe, Trader, you would have been happier with just a work at your own pace and spend materials when you're ready – research tree, but we were all pretty vocal against that when the Galaxy Tree came.
6: What, what I wanted was a star base that was exciting, that actually made a difference to the team, inherently gave it something useful and not something we already have, which is research. But like the entire something...
4: team could engage with.
6: Yes, yes. And it's not and it, I mean, we've joked about it. I've joked about it. How I threatened to cut body parts off of people who touch the Starbase mm-hmm. because they're using speed ups in the wrong place or they're starting a build that they shouldn't be building, and all it does is tear a team apart when it should be doing the opposite. I, I just find the whole that the whole Starbase mechanic to be a disappointment. Well, I'm not, gonna, say it. I'm not going to. I'm not going to disagree with you on
0: the starbase mechanic, okay? I'm really not. All right, I, I I agree with you on levels of engagement. I mean, I left an entire alliance because of the inability to to stick to the to the <coughs> strategy, stick <coughs> to the rules, okay? But then Scopely allowed everybody to engage with it, and we all screamed about it to make him put it back. I mean, it, it just
4: because they because they made something that we've taken for granted speed ups and made it such a precious resource that really could not be gotten any capacity any reasonable capacity and said no no you're not going to have enough of these we want to have a hard gate and limit your progression and we're going to make this such a valuable thing but we're not going to allow you to uh you know if if they spend it then it's gone and they could have spent it like that's the problem. They made something, you know, ironically, they made something that was so completely off the charts invaluable valuable in terms of what it costs to replace. You know, you're talking about replacing days with more days. Like, it wasn't something that you could easily go and fix. And again, that's a design flaw of the ASB.
0: I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I have a hard time with, with, with a lot of that. I, I, and again, I, I, we, we share a disappointment. I'm not saying I'm, I'm not disappointed, but I think my level of disappointment is, is just different. It's different reasons than your guys's. Because, yes, the speed-ups are the bottleneck, Bubba Joe, but they're very available and very routinely ground out by, by pulling the alliance chest. I mean, if your entire team is engaged, people have speed-ups. All right. I, I don't mean bunches, and I'm not saying you're gonna be level forty on your ASB tomorrow. That's not what I'm saying, but but there is reasonable progression on this thing. Reason maybe slightly less than reasonable. Maybe maybe a little less than reasonable, but it, it's still there. Everybody can contribute to that by engaging with the Cardassian targets. And they can pull the they get the loot, they can get the speed ups, which then go into the ASB which unlocks more research, including that of loot efficiencies and loot bonuses against the Cardassian targets. I mean, we're we're saying, like, the Bajoran store offers the same thing, but we've praised that one, but we're knocking the research from the ASB. It, they're, to me, they're one and the same.
6: So, I say this as an admiral of an 80-person alliance. My alliance gives two craps about our starbase. they don't care about any of that they care about the cardassian loop only to the extent that it gets them some like it's an armada and you know they're included in the armadas they don't care about the starbase, and that you know again speaking as an admiral so I'm they have no research done
0: they've done zero of the research
6: oh I'm sure I'm sure they've done some research but they don't care I mean, honestly, that's 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 not that's ask, that is not an objective disappear? perspective
0: trader. It's just I think that it is. I, I disagree. I, I mean, if you if you think that the research is so horrible, then you don't do it. A. But if you are going to do it, you expect it to be like every other research in the game, in which it's not the level of a prime. It is nickels and dimes. It is going to chip away at the efficiencies or, or improve the efficiencies in, in such a way. But if you, I mean, you could say the same thing about every research tree. Well, take the whole combat tree out, for example. I mean, there's researches in there that cost 3,000 materials for a 2% weapons damage bonus. But people do it. Like, And if you didn't do that, and you didn't do the 30 other researches, that had to do with weapons damage bonus, then eventually you're going to realize, holy crap, I don't have good enough research with weapons damage bonus, for example. I mean, it it, it adds up. And and at least this one is free-to-play engagement. Like, I, that's better than the Galaxy Tree was. That
4: That is debatable, DJ, because the free-to-play engagement for it requires you to do... Rare and Epic Cardassian Armadas, which require Rare and Epic starts, which are not sourced readily enough.
0: Well, I'm I'm not claiming at what speed they can do it, but paywalled means no access. This is not paywalled. They have access. It might be slow. I'm fine admitting it's slow. Listen, Rare and Epic directed sourcing is nowhere near sufficient, especially given the extra targets that they've now added. I agree, but it's not paywalled. It is free to play. It's just slower if you, if, if you don't do a lot of Armadas, and I, and I don't disagree with that. Again, I think we agree on, on the general consensus and the tone of the entire feature, but I, I think I disagree for different reasons. You know, I understand that players aren't engaged with it because they can't engage with it, right? It's Commodores and Admirals. So, okay, I get that. Um, but for someone to say that it brings them no benefit is just, that's not an objective perspective. It's, it's literally not because if they're doing the research, they are getting benefit. If they've done the material efficiency research, then they're getting the benefit. If they're using that research to speed up their outlaw progression, then they're getting the benefit just like any other research in the game. If they do it, then they are getting the benefit and no singular research is ever going to be groundbreaking earth changing unless it's a prime that you pay for and even then some of those aren't groundbreaking earth changing so i i understand and even agree that the asb has been a largely failed feature capped off by an absolutely miserable feature in assaults. but to say that it has brought nothing into the game listen before this month we were okay with it. Like, nobody was over the moon about it. I don't think anybody super ultra hated it. Maybe they did. But it was fine as a background feature. You know, you you mine the plasma, whatever. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Now, I'm actually engaged less with the ASB because there's no point in mining extra trader. I'm not watching the clock. I'm not spending as much time on it because I've got x number of plasma already in my in my inventory so when i get below vaults i'll go mine a little bit but i'm not spending time to accumulate 50 million plasma anymore i'm just not right now i've got a building going it's got two days left on it um when i when it gets done i'll probably do a little bit of a burst with whatever plasma that i've got i'll go refill back to vaults and i'm going to undeploy it because what's the point in collecting more than the vaults nothing and on that, I also agree with you. It's an absolute, listen, community, it's an absolute pointless venture to collect more than your vaults. Because it's just going to get taken, and it's going to get taken easily. All right? Shrike says you have the feeling for it that you do because you were managing the upgrades. It's a minority position. And, and again, I'm not discounting the engagement piece of it, Shrike. I did build it. Okay. I did pay attention with that stuff. Nobody else did. But it to to say that it still brings your alliance no benefit is factually incorrect. Unless you're going to be the player who can show me that you've done absolutely zero research.
4: So, let's let's separate the two here, right? Um I Shrike has a point that I've seen and I've heard within my alliance, I've heard within my server um that Players want to be able to engage with whatever the feature is. Now, I think, based on the limitations that they have in this game, uh, whether you're being constrained by the, the the material or you're being constrained by the speed ups, and I I saw a couple people's, oh, you're not, it's not speed ups, it's whatever. I think you guys are whatever. That's fine. I still think it's speed ups. Ninety percent of the people I talk to say it's speed ups, but you sure there are some fringe cases that say it's the other way.
0: I do agree with you. You're constrained by something. I think it's speed ups. You're constrained
4: by something, okay? And if someone came in and frivolous frivolously spent that something, that would set you back for days, possibly longer. Yes, possibly weeks. That's not an engaging mechanic. Okay, you can't open that up to everyone. It has to be limited to a specific number of people. Admirals and Commodores make sense. That is why people think they're not engaged in this mechanic. They do not have the capability to engage in this feature because there's nothing for them to do other than wait for their leadership to get the Starbase to a level where they can maybe go click another button in their research tree, Okay. That's why they feel disengaged. That's why they feel like they don't have a stake in the ASB in making it feel like it is theirs.
2: I
6: can... admirals,
2: admirals, and commodores are not the only ones that are engaging in in the ASB. That's that's false too.
6: Well, that's going to depend on your alliance.
2: whenever you whenever you run a, a a Kardashian armada and you're putting resources into uh, and you're gathering resources and you're uh, contributing to the ASP that's engagement with the ASP whether you want to admit it or not that's I mean, personally that's that's engagement I, I personally i agree with you mark
0: all right if they're drawing their their uh, alliance altruism or they're drawing the the Maquis bounty or they're whatever if they're drawing those then i agree with you that is engagement now I, I it's saw like saying strike.
4: you're engaging in territory because you hit the refinery button. I don't think that's engagement.
0: No, but you know what engagement Because you
4: don't see it. No,
0: you mm-hmm. know what engagement with territory is? There's nothing there. to manage in territory either. Housing there. That's
6: enough. <laughs> en-
0: housing there. That's that's enough. All right. That's the equivalent here. Just simply having your base there. Mining there.
4: Okay. But there's no Not- equivalent for the ASB mechanic.
0: Sure. Yes, there is the the uh, the uh, the armadas.
6: So, but okay, we've talked about this before. One of the sourcing mechanics for upgrading the ACC, for like the sourcing mechanic for upgrading <clears throat> the ACC past a certain point, is running regular FKR armadas. Period. You are not going to be able to source them well enough if all you're doing are armadas, And my team, at least, is still in the loop. I'm the only one that has a maxed ACC. Uh, God bless my... God bless my wallet. But at the end of the day, players are being forced to make a decision and I can't fault them for saying this is more important to my progression to run these Faction Armadas so that I can get the, the, the cores that I need to upgrade. I'm not going to criticize them for that. I don't think you should. And I, but, I, just, and I think that's and a I valid, think, fair position. You said it. I, Player gets to I choose. And I don't think, and you know, people are going back and forth in the chat about this, and I've stopped reading it. I don't think clicking a button, whether that button is on a starbase or that button is for a research, it's not engagement. Clicking a button is not engagement engagement
0: I, I agree with you trader but the armadas well, are if that's the
6: case
2: then then, then the management of the, the asb is also not engagement so uh, admirals and and uh commodores aren't engaging either then
6: it isn't i run my alliance starbase it isn't engaging for me it is a giant pain in my butt if i could delete it i'd delete it <laughs> and i don't think anybody in my alliance would miss it not one of them Nice. It has not been de- it has not been deployed for 3 weeks or almost 3 weeks now I guess. And guess what? Nobody said a word about it. I don't think they care. I know they don't care or they'd say something.
0: Most of my clients still
3: have no clue what it does for them.
6: Well, and and that Quite I think literally. seems
0: to be the larger piece of the conversation. All right. That that's obviously a, a bigger piece here and and while Scopely has an obligation to educate players Better i think I think the alliances could probably do a little bit better as well in in explaining why this is important to your team or why it could be important to them as a player all right i i I'm not going to put all of this on the design of the feature it, it's not overly good i'm not I'm not going to take that position but for players to say that it has no value to them well that's because you don't know any better and whose fault is that? It's not 100%. We've gone, we've
2: gone round and round on what's bad about the uh starbase. If we took the starbase down to to uh, back to the drawing board, what would you do to make it good? What would what's your idea of a viable starbase? What features do you want? What kind of what do you want it to do? What what is your what starbase do you want? Oh man, I, mean, I the- want a,
4: I want a second docking position where you can go in and you can do repairs. Yes, you can do uh, you can yeah. do deposit resources. Yes, uh, I want an alliance starbase to have a market where we can exchange materials between players. Although I know that's never going to happen. Yes, I want something where the alliance can come together and work together to do something that helps everyone within the alliance as opposed to setting a checkpoint to doing it, to doing and research.
2: Yeah. I, this is I, what Scopeland needs to hear. This is exactly what Scopeland needs to hear.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree with you, Bubba. I agree with, I agree hundred percent with Bubba. The, the whole concept of ASBs, when we were imagining yeah. ASBs but, six months um, ago, when the, or a year ago, when the roadmap came out, when we were imagining this, a lot of the stuff that Bubba just said is what we were imagining as players. All right. What we got, was not at all what we were hoping for. It, 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 and again, I agree with the sentiment trader. It's largely been a trash feature. I, I can't get behind the fact that it doesn't do any or provide any benefit because it does. And there is an engagement loop. It's, it's very similar to, to Stella. Do armadas, get goo, build stuff. All right. It's very much like the Outlaw loop was. Um, the reason that it's not as bad is because it doesn't use materials, all right, in my opinion. The reason why it, it is better is because it uses Armadas, which is a team mechanic, to provide team resources to improve so that you can circularly go and do more, get better research, uh, researches, get better efficiencies, get stronger, this and that. Um, and, and ultimately, that circle kind of sustains <laughs> itself. As far as the ASB itself, I wish it would have done a lot more. All right. Um, and again, we're very far off the beaten path here. With with can with, I can I make a comment? Sure. Dear Scopely. Oh, hold on, hold on. If you're going to write a letter, I've got I've got sound for that. Okay. No, 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 no.
8: That's it's it's it is not it is not not going to be a letter. It's very it's very short. But please, dear please Scopely, more of a posted note. why do you have to be so goddamn afraid you're gonna screw up anyways so if you do (laughs) just be freaking bold and do some big things instead of just doing the same thing over and over just coloring coloring it slightly differently
0: You know what?
2: Yeah, grow up
6: there. I agree.
0: I I like it.
6: Well said, Ripper. I like it. Get
0: big, imagine big, great, great, amazing things. Courage, be bold, get big. Get big. Get buff. Get buff, man. Yeah, no, I like
4: it. Scopley used to be big and bold and buff, and and then they released Tal. And uh, then they got scared. And everything after that was...
0: Everything has been very tame. Timid. It's Nichols, very tame. Nickels,
4: dimes, it was... And so... Now, I'm not saying that Tal was healthy for the game. The abuses with Tal, the way he worked, I totally understand why they don't want to have that, that again. Of course, you know, the way you don't have that again is you actually do testing, and you know how it's going to work before you release it. But that's an entirely different discussion in a different podcast. The point is... Be bold. If you're going to screw it
2: up, make it big and bold anyway. Yeah. Even Captain Captain Sisko said it. Fortune favors the bold.
0: There you go. All right. We're going to uh, take a break. We're going to wrap with this piece of the conversation. When we come back, um, we spent really – for something I said I didn't want to talk about. I had to try
8: really hard
0: to keep this – You did Good. I'm going to leave that one curse word in it because I think it emphasizes and underscores the entire message. I think it was good. Um, I, I, I tried, really tried. Thank you. you did a good right. job. A plus for you, Rip. Um, for something well, that I...
4: just you're just out the grades tonight, aren't you?
0: Yes. For something I really <laughs> didn't want to talk about, Bubba, we spent like an hour on it. So let's, let's change gears. Let's talk about uh, the events on the other side of the break, the events store and the loot. We don't necessarily have to talk about the contents, or we can, Um, But we can talk about a couple of specific events, Bubba Joe, if they're making you itch. Uh, We can talk about that. But I do want to take a minute to talk about the loot, which we've talked a lot about this month. Probably doesn't need a whole lot more said about it, but it is fantastic. It's the high mark of the month. And in my opinion, Bubba, could have actually carried the month. All right. Without dragging it down with a subpar feature, a subpar expansion to the game. And, and, a, and an even worse subpar is, is too kind for assault. But, but the event store could have actually carried the December month. Uh, we'll talk about that on the other side of the break. Plus, um, your final holiday gift of the year community from community manager Beck Likes Plants. That is coming up on the other side of the break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll be back in a second. Don't go anywhere. This portion of the show brought to you by Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse. MN Toy Posse is a group of professionals gathered together around their love of something not only fun and youthful, but also a big business today. Toys, folks. Toys. Whether it's old toys or new toys. Expensive toys. Antique toys or brand spanking new releases, these guys can help you find it, buy it, or sell it. I have yet to find a challenge they could not meet. So check them out, your absolute toy professionals at facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse. It's my toy posse for the toy collector in all of us. More from Talking Trek coming up right after this break. This
6: program is made possible in part by a grant from Old
2: El Paso Picante, the yellowish picante sauce that's, well, don't even ask.
7: Are you tired of New Year's guests staying at your house for way too long? I had the same problem until I got New Year's Steve. Who wants to see the tattoo on my butt? (laughs) New Year's Steve will get everyone out of your house faster than you can quit your resolutions. Let's have a wrestling match. Don't get too aggressive because I have a really high fever. And even your drunkest guests will find them to be a sobering experience.
4: Hey, can you send me some pictures of your feet? Preferably a close-up. Don't spend all night waiting for your guests to go. Get New Year's Steve and go to bed early. I'm going to sing you guys a song. How about Stairway to Heaven? Happy New Year!
5: What do we have I'm for dinner, Mom. Mom? Noodles and ketchup, kids.
1: I want steak. Oh,
5: you know we don't
3: have that kind of money. Mm. But maybe next week if your father gets a Christmas
2: bonus this year.
8: Beef. It's what used to be for dinner.
1: I'm hungry, Mommy. <laughs>
5: It's been a long road Getting from there to here It's been a long time But my time is finally near And I can feel a change in the wind right now Nothing's in my way and they're not going to hold me down no more. No, they're not going to hold me down. Because I've got faith of the heart. I'm going where my heart will take me. I've got faith to believe I can do anything. And I've got strength of the soul. And no one's going to be Star, I've got faith I've got faith faith. Faith of the heart It's been a long night Trying to find my way But through the darkness Now I'll finally have my day, and I will see my dream come alive at last. I will touch the sky, and they're not gonna hold me down no more, and they're not gonna change my mind, cause I've got faith of the heart, I'm going with my heart. 说 I'm going where my heart will take me. I can reach any star. I've got, I've got faith. I've got faith. Faith of the heart. It's been a long road. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh my God, I love it so much!
0: Oh God, I love it so much! Trader, what do you think? (laughs) Because it's Beck, you have to love it. All right?
4: I'm really disappointed in you, DJ. Why?
1: Why would you have
4: you someone that has such a beautiful voice <laughs> sing such a terrible song? It wasn't. What are you her sing? are going to have her sing? <laughs> have her sing? <laughs> sing? <laughs> ice Ice Baby next, <laughs> Possibly <laughs> Gentleman stop, from Sigh? Stop, stop, stop it, stop
2: it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Stop it, stop it, just stop. Sit down and be wrong.
0: Sit, sit down and be wrong, Bobby Jones. Just sit down and be wrong. You You are are
2: wrong. wrong. Just sit
0: down and be wrong. You are wrong. (laughs) wrong.
2: (laughs) You're so wrong, so wrong. Oh boy, listen
0: how fired up!
6: How many people like that song? It's trash music. (laughs) I have, (laughs) I
8: have a weird connection to that song. I, I mean, I kind of hate
0: it, but then I also don't. don't Um. There you and Ripper go. Ripper loves it. R- yeah, Ripper, not rubbish, right? Go ahead, please say it. Exactly. That is not. That is not what I said. Do not That's put words enough. in my mouth. <laughs> please, please tell me, Ripper, how you feel about the song. What a bunch of rubbish!
5: Oh, stop
2: it! No, 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 um, no, 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 no,
0: no. Oh, jeez! You hear that back? Ripper did not like it. Mm, oh mm, come you know, this on!
3: This song now. was don't, never don't made don't for Star Trek. Right right.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm, obviously, I'm te- te- obviously I'm teasing. Obviously I'm teasing. back. I know No, why
8: no. no. She- so, I'm I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was it 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 was not rubbish.
0: Just, there, see, there we go. Now we're winning again. All right. Um, Blue Mandalorian says the song is awful and fantastic at the same time. It's why we love it. Um, maybe. All right. Garrick says it almost makes me want to watch Enterprise. Almost. Not quite. Almost um, you know it's you know, I don't know how that even happened. How did it happen ripper i I think the community asked Beck to sing it, and then I just kind of got on board with it because I knew the trader hated it and <laughs> and and there's been this thing on on Twitch about Trader doing faith of the heart, and then, you know
6: <laughs> never going to happen.
0: <laughs> yeah, so you know, obviously. Hey.
8: Tr- Trader, I, I I never expected to sing, but it
6: happened. <laughs> you know what? We can't talk if they about that. The uh-huh. song, they might actually be more likely to get me to What, what, what do you mean we can't talk about it, DJ? Never going to sing that song. You, never, but, ever, ever.
0: Ripper, I can't talk about it because if we talk about it, then people are going to demand to hear it, and we can't do that.
8: What, what What do you mean? You play? You have a sound alert on Twitch. Of
0: you sing... oh, oh, that's
2: I was, right. I was
0: completely referring to something else. Okay, yeah, that's right. Ninety-nine loof balloons. It's on. It's on Twitch. That's exactly <laughs> what I was talking about. Um. <clears throat> um, now no, I realize what you're talking about. <gasps> <I'm> sorry. <clears throat> okay. Anyway, moving on. Uh, there you go. Thank you, community manager. Back. I think an epic finale to your holiday gift series to the community. It is Faith of the Plants is the name of the track by community manager. Beck likes plants. All right, um, Bubba Joe, event calendar this month. All right, event calendar. Let's talk you about...
4: Don't, you don't want to hear from me. You want to ask someone who isn't me.
0: No, let's start with you so we can get the, the garbage out of the way. All right, the, the garbage review. That's what I meant. Sorry, you're going to poop on it. That's what I meant. Obviously I value your opinion. Your opinion is not poop, but you're gonna poop on the calendar. Tell me why.
4: I'm gonna poop on the calendar because the 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 event that they get the most wrong, they ran constantly. And that's a hostile hitting event.
0: You know, I said every
4: day I was confronted with spending tens of billions of tritanium and hours in game trying to complete.
0: I am not going to disagree with that there was a lot of those. You know, we talked about this, Trader. Players said that there were a lot of Armada events, too, right? Uh, I particularly noticed how many Borg events there were. I hate hitting Borg probes. I hate that more than anything. Bobby. you also specifically mentioned that you hated how many exchange events there were. All right? And there were several of those. This was the side effect that I shared on a previous show, Trader, when you have a busy calendar, there's only so many things that we can do. There's only so many things that we can do in this game. Armadas, some form of hostile, PvP, and mining. That's it. Those are the four. There's nothing else. Okay. Well, well it was either
3: then or more doomsday events.
0: Well, that's <laughs> yeah, Bubba, that's what they're saying in the chat is that, that we could have gotten more worms. But really, when you break it down, there's very few things to do in this game. Very few. Like, it's amazing that they have captured the size of audience that they have, and we are still here four years later. It's amazing, Bubba Joe, because crazy enough, there's actually remarkably little to do in the game. Okay? that That is unique and different and new. Like, four things. That is all the engagement that you've got. Armadas, mining, PvP, and hostiles. That's it. And I did say engagement. Engagement. You're right, MetaMice. You can do away teams, but that's clicker. Research. You're so clicker. busy
1: doing dailies, you don't realize you don't have anything to do. <laughs> I,
0: just those are clicker things, okay? Galvanox says, we make the game way more fun than it is? Absolutely, 1,000%. Because there's actually very few things to do in this game. That being said, I warned about this on a previous show. There is a side effect to a very full calendar. If you don't like worms... There's going to be too many worm events. If you don't like hostile hunts, there's going to be too many of them. If you don't like armadas, there's going to be too many of them. If you don't like Borg probes, there's going to be too many. If you don't like mining, there's going to be too many. Because when you have a full calendar, they're not going to load it up with, you know, 20 extra mining events or 20 extra Borg events. There's going to be five extra Borg events and five extra worm events and five extra hostile events and five extra armada events. They, and how are you going to get 700,000 loot if you can't do getting from events? Well, that's the point, that's right?
3: That's the reason why there's so many events. When you, oh. ha-
0: when you have full events, you are invariably going to get more of the ones that you do like, and you're going to get more of the ones you don't like because everything has been elevated. Okay? Like, that is, that's a fact. All right, Everything is going to be elevated. Even in the number of events that we got this month, Bubba Joe, there was an abnormally number, a high number, of solo leaderboards and alliance leaderboards. I think the final count ended up being 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 solo leaderboards. Woo! 18 solo leaderboards and alliance leaderboards one two three four five six seven eight nine ten alliance leader leaderboards 38 leaderboard events in total baba joe 38 that is extraordinarily high extraordinarily high and by the way that doesn't even count player of the month and alliance of the month i didn't even include those because they paid no loot So 40, really, Bubba Joe, 40 leaderboards. Now, free-to-play, probably don't like that. Too many spenders events. Too many ways for people to swipe a card and beat me in an event, and I've been grinding for three hours, and they can do it with one swipe. We hear that. We do. We hear that. That's a normal thing. That happens. There were some grinders leaderboards this month as well. But Spender's leaderboards probably did feel a little bit more prevalent because there were 40 of them. So, Bubba, your problem, in my opinion, is not the number of hostile events, but just the fact that they still can't seem to remember that you guys don't have Chen. Right?
4: They introduced not just here is a hostile event. They introduced two three day cycles of hostile (laughs) events yeah okay it's not like they said here's a new take on hostile hunting and it's still screwed up for no there was you know every once in a while in the battle pass it pops up and then there were three day loops you know this 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 faction this faction this faction and then the next one was this ship type this ship type, this ship type right Three of the, that and that both both of those ran twice every day. There was this massive grind because they can't get this right. My problem, if they'd introduced one additional hostile hunt and they ran it three times in the arc, once a week in the arc, or even twice a week in the arc, that would have been immediately and imme- immensely more pr- preferable than what they did this month because they still haven't scaled them correctly. Yeah, by the way. They know they haven't scaled them correctly. I have direct quotes from people at Scopley that go, yep, we know, they're foobard. we're going to fix them. And I heard that six
2: months ago.
0: I have also heard it six months ago.
2: They took something that already sucked for 50-plus and doubled down on it. They, they six-tupled down on it.
0: Because okay. I, you're referring to... Let me make sure I'm understanding. It, it's it, it's twofold, right? Like, not only the scaling and the cost and et cetera, et cetera. But also now we're also referring to the battleship explorer and interceptor events, right? Yes. Yeah. All right. And, and you are right. These events for G five and, and again, mathematically I can check this out at G four G four is fine. G three is fine. Even 50 and 51 are fine. It becomes a problem at 52 slash 53 plus. All right? It's, and I don't know why. Like you say, Bubba, they have said we do this wrong.
5: So why do you keep doing it?
0: Come on! Like, how many times, how many times do you have to hit your thumb with a hammer before you actually realize that's not a smart idea anymore?
2: Amen, brother. Like, how?
0: Seriously. Like, we we come back to the, to like, not to get back into assault, but the the, the event design, assault, uh, SMS, Bubba Joe. Like, you guys have got to recognize when things need to scale, when things don't need to scale, and how they scale. And you know why you can't? Because you don't play. Okay. This is a continuing and more evident problem month after month after month that proves that you guys are not paying attention to the way your game works. I like a lot of you. Okay. So and, and, so, and they're simple fixes. Real yeah, so, simple
4: fixes. You're already building the events level by level or one or two levels at a time, right? You already have a specific event that only applies to like 58, 59 or 56 plus or something. Like you already have that event. All you have to do is fix that event's scaling specifically for that bracket. And all this goes away.
0: Well, there there are easy ways to fix it.
4: So here's, someone asked me in the chat and I want to address it because they're they're calling me out. Justifiably, what do you want instead? Okay, I want events that I want to engage in. I want events that are like, here's something you can go do and not make it feel like it is a chore. Having to send ships on a 10-minute warp with the absolute fastest I could move them there to be able to kill six hostiles and have to do that five times is a chore, okay? That is a chore. It's it's expensive in terms of tritanium and dilithium, and it is a chore to have to engage in the game that much just for one single event. Okay? And then they pile that with another event that not only can you not do in parallel because it also requires the best ship that you have, but it's additional, it's a second thing you have to go hit and you can't combine them, right? If they were even on separate days, so they didn't overlap at all, then I could say, okay, I have one grind, I have one painful event, and then I have an easy event. Like, I have, a, I have a painful event and a mining event. Or a painful event and an ATA event. But they stacked up these painful event events, and I just gave up on doing them. Like, I'm just like, I'm disengaged from this. Well, because there's no way I have the time to dedicate to something like this.
0: So when you say they stacked up the events, because the Explorer and Interceptor and Battleship events, they did run on independent days, but they're you're they
4: stacked up with other
0: with other uh, hostile the, events correct yeah um
4: so, let's so take let's take 10 seconds i want if you want to make if you want to make a grindy event right if you want to say there's a grindy event today and then a couple of easier events like you want to put a grindy event with an ata event or a grindy event with a mining event or a grindy event with a pvp event right you can do. You can be smart about your event calendar. You can be smart about how you pair things together and allow players to engage in things. I prefer much better if I can hit one hostile and get three events, but not everything has to be that way. I would prefer it that way. It doesn't have to be that way. But if you think about what the players are doing to engage, do they have to use their absolute best ship for all six of these events that you're running this day that is going to feel like a chore because you're not going to be able to do anything in parallel. You can't go work on event B while your ship is warping to event A. And again, this is a problem specifically to high 50s, mid to high 50s, because of the warp times just to get to their hostels, because of the few number of hostels they can get per hole. This is a problem that Scopely acknowledges exists and is an easy fix by just managing those events individually for those ops brackets and they refuse to do it or refuse to communicate to the people that are writing it i don't know which it is but it's a failure of communication in some level and it's really really frustrating and when they have an event calendar like this from somebody who either doesn't acknowledge that didn't understand it or doesn't know it exists that's what you get is this month
0: let yep. me let me uh, i'm sorry go ahead
8: no i i was just going to say my reaction is always when i see these events
0: Ugh. Well yeah, no, I I mean, really? it, as a G five player, I get it. Let me let me ask a question. So and, and I'm I'm just trying to, to illustrate better, Bubba, because you had mentioned that there were events that you couldn't do synergistically, which was actually kind of on purpose this month. But you you wouldn't have had like if, if you were doing your interceptor event, right, and you don't have an interceptor, I, I'm assuming that's what you're talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. But if there was another hostile event that was going on, that would have also been satisfied by you hitting with the interceptor, right? Because that's what you're saying. You're having to use a weaker interceptor, correct?
4: Except that it was not, right? Yes, you would have to use a weaker interceptor against lower-level hostiles, right? and they don't score at the same rate between the events. You are not satisfying the two events.
0: If you're hitting it's, like down, when we have,
4: it's like when we have cosmic cleanup and a Borg hitting event overlapping. You go hit Borg probes, how many points do you get for cosmic cleanup?
0: Right, I, I get that, but I'm trying to think of an example where a generic hostile hunt didn't score for hitting generic hostiles.
4: But it wasn't having a generic hostile hunt this month. It was, go do this specific thing with this specific ship this month. And if you don't do that, it's a significant grind with a lower level of ship. And they, they seem to think that every player, now maybe this is true, you know, there was a time I was 39 and I had, well, actually I didn't, I didn't build my, D, uh, my um, D4 my D until much later, but, you know, there, there were players that have, you know, tier six of all three epics at 39. They probably had no problem with these events, right? And, and I, That's I hear not the case in G four, G five.
0: I know. I hear what you're saying, Bubba, but I, but I, I'm I think we're not communicating right because you're you're saying that if you okay, let's pre- your best ship is what? Just just give it to me. What's your best ship?
4: Uh, uh, Sanctus.
0: Okay, Sanctus, Interceptor. So the battleship event, you're boned, right? That's what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Yep. Now on that day, on Battleship Day. You would take a battleship, just a weak battleship, right? But you're taking a battleship, and you're either hitting down for hours, admittedly a problem, or you're summoning and hitting up, but, you know, one or two or three, as you said, six hostiles per hull, very expensive, right? Those are your two scenarios there, right?
4: Well, that's not a scenario for the lower tier of ship, right? Right. The six hostels of us you know of a level is is only for the top tier ship. the l- lower tier ship can't even get to those hostels.
0: okay, so the lower tier ship on battleship day, you're either not doing it or you're spending hours hitting a lower level hostel because the points require hostels at your ops level. so if you're hitting down, then it takes hours right that yes up to this point yes. we're in agreement and yep. and up to this point, we agree that that Scopely fails to recognize the players don't have all three types of ships. Okay? Yes. They, they fail to recognize that. Now, where I think I am losing you is on the second event, the generic hostile hunt that would be running on the same day as Battleship Day. That event, even though it's scoring lightly, because again, you're hitting down, but it's still scoring... For whatever your battleship hits. And while your battleship is grinding away for three hours, your interceptor, which is beast mode, can go do your normal interceptor event or your your normal hostile hunt in supplement to the battleship, right?
4: Except that the crew you need for both is the same, minus an officer.
0: Gotcha. So you are on the battleship, you're still hitting higher than 52s? Yes. Okay.
4: <laughs> if I had to hit 52s, I'd still be doing the first of those events.
0: What? So what, and now I'm not going to claim to have any expertise in this area, but what are, what would you be flying on the battleship?
4: Uh, It would be Pike and the third officer. It's not Spock. It's not Uhura. Someone help me Ortegas. out. Ortega. Uh, Ortega. So Pike, Ortega, Khan. Okay, And if I was running the Sanctus, it would be Pike Uhuracon.
0: So Strange New Worlds in both cases.
4: The only thing that's effective. You get far less hostiles if you don't.
0: But you're hitting down with the battleship. So could you yes. use like the Picard-Beverly nope. thing? Like I'd you have guys to used drop to...
4: another four levels if I wanted to do something with the battleship. I'd have to go from hitting 55-56 to 52-53 uh, with, a, with a different crew.
0: So, Strange New Worlds is all you got. Yep. What did you guys use before Strange New Worlds?
4: Uh, we were killing two hostiles per hull.
0: Yeah, basically get bent. Yep. I know that's not what you really wanted to say, River. <laughs> uh yeah. Now nah, poop on bread. Okay. So, no, so, so, so I get okay, it. So,
4: so let me let's take a step back. So this I don't want this to be just. And it's been a lot of whining about G five tonight. If you are able to engage in these events without having to devote eight hours of your day to engaging in the events, then I can see how this level of events and this pack of a calendar was great for you. And I think, I hope that for a lot of players, that was the case. Because if you're in your 30s or low 40s, and you go to the homeworld system and you kill four hostiles, you complete this event, you're done. Yeah.
0: Well, and right. that's, and and that's why I say, like, yeah, you know, with these not. events, up to yeah. 50, Bubba, like, up to 50, that that's where the break happens. 51-52, right. that's where the break oh. happens. Um, because of things like the home worlds, because of Chen, all right, these things are not a problem. You got to think, even up to, to, Chen can hit up to 51. Which-
4: which is why I didn't want you to come to me because this was going to turn into why is 50 plus bad, right? Yeah. If yeah. you're at 49 now, deckx you're listening to the show. Don't go to 50. You're going no. to 50, 51. You might be okay. After that, you are going to hate your life. Do not go into the fifties. It is terrible. If you are spending money to get to that point, stop. It is not worth your effort.
0: Wham okay? says 53 is awesome.
4: Because <laughs> yeah. 53. You get a brand new ship. Fifty-six is not terrible because you just got a brand new ship that is overpowered for that levels. But yeah. This is the problem this is the problem with this game. The further you go in the game, the worse it gets. But if you are in a point in the game where you're 40s, even into the high 40s, and you can go to those homeworld systems and you can kill those 49s and get those mega points from that, it's the exact same thing uh that, that we talk about with uh what's the event? It's uh the one where you have to kill one hostile and you're done. Um Parabellum. Parabellum, right? You go kill one hostile and you're done. Everyone loves Parabellum. You get these massive rewards for killing one hostile. Yeah. If you were doing these events by killing one, two, three, or four hostiles, you love them because you're in and out and then you go do on something else. You're in and out, you go run armadas. You're in and out, you go grind rep. You go do the things that you actually want to do and you were completing these events with little to no effort. That's the type of event calendar that people want. Yeah. Okay. And I acknowledge that and I think that this event calendar gave that to a lot of people, just not me.
8: Me neither. And and the, the, my my well, My frustration with all of this is, this is not new to Scopely. They have been hearing the same things since G5 launched. Yeah. And they just don't get it or don't care. I don't know which one it is. But I, I assume they care. Maybe they just, I don't know, don't know what to do. I don't know what it is. But something
0: must be stopping them from actually d- doing something. It, it seems like it would be a relatively simple mathematical uh, adjustment. Yeah, I'm <clears> just going to
3: <throat> say, is there a way that someone can work out what would be a fine mathematical, like like Bubba, you know what your events, you know what you can kill. Could that be something that they can see down on paper or down in writing unless you have already done it before? I'm going to really make it really easy.
0: I'm going to make it really easy. Most events are written around what, people? If you're 50 and down, 50 it's code. usually 40 to 50 hostiles, right? That's what they're usually mm-hmm. hit at, 40 to 50, okay? It's real simple. Take everything Ops 52 plus and make it based on 8 or 10 at the most, Bubba. What? In it, it, it a reasonable, reasonable Bubba Joe Number of hostels for you to have to hit, given the increased cost, given the warp times, given the quote-unquote average engagement to a typical SMS being approximately 25 to 35 minutes, what would it be? Six. Uh, it would probably. Eight,
4: it would probably be uh, eight to 12.
0: Okay. Yeah. Make it simple. Call it 10 flat. Done. Done. Bubba, do you struggle with your dailies?
4: I do. There are lots of days where I stop at 10 hostels.
0: 10. That's the number, Scopes. 10. G5, 52 plus, event scaling has to stop at 10.
4: So it's it's even worse, right? So we're talking about how a 40 can hit a 49, right? It's even worse for the 60s because they can't even find 60s to hit. Yeah. But their stuff is even higher than mine at 59, Yeah, there's no
0: punching up, yeah.
4: Right, there's no punching. There's no longer any punching up, and the hostels you have to, that you could go find, not all of them are going to be sixty. So, not only can you not punch up, you're having to punch down because the game forces you to punch down.
0: Now, let me ask one last question: If, if in some magical dream world that all events were scaled to ten hostels at the appropriate level, Bubba, would you be more tolerant of Battleship Day? and Interceptor Day, and Explorer Day, because even on days that you would have not your strongest right. ship, you get hit down. Maybe you are hitting 40 now, but you're hitting down to to 40 or 50 hostiles, and it still becomes right. more reasonable. Yes?
4: Right. So it, it all depends on the scaling of the event, right? So if you look at some of the events, uh, and I just closed my game, um, and I'm, I'm really tired. I'm going to probably go to bed here soon because uh, you just blew right past jeopardy time um, <laughs> so uh, some fault. of the events some of the events like double every level so like a level 59 hostel gives you we'll say eight million points the one below it is four billion points the one below it is two million. you don't get too far away until you're not actually making any sort of appreciable progress against that 10 mm. hostels of your level in it right and so it's still it, it turns it very quickly turns into from 10 hostels to a hundred hostels or 150 hostels, And that's, that's a grind, right? That's, that's a heck of a yeah. grind. Um, so, I, so I think you there. have to think about how those events are scaling and, mm. and think about what that actually means. But I like the idea of, and, 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 this is something we talked about in the last show, it's like, Hey, is it really fair for you to count the loot from all three of these class of ship events, because it's hard to do. And you corrected me. It's like, no, 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 we got it easy. Like everyone in the 40s has got this, they go kill three hostiles and they're done. I'm like, oh, okay, well, it's just Mm -hmm. me that's getting screwed. So I I think that this (laughs) style of event where go use your explorer to go do something, go use your battleship to go do something, go use your intercept to go do something. I like that style of event. All they have to do is fix the milestones where they're broken.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
3: right. so it would be more changing the milestone amounts rather than changing what the scoring is of the actual ships or the Correct. hostiles that you're killing. You actually Correct. have to change. You got to do both. Way
8: more than the milestones. It's
0: yeah. You super, actually have. You got to do both.
8: It's not that easy because if if, if you, you you essentially you probably actually have to drop lower level hostiles completely from the scoring.
0: Well, no, you well, can't. No, uh, you can't drop because
3: them they, because they scale the ops levels anyway. So how wh- why would if well you just, if you just calculate say it on average what, what do you say like four million points for a certain thing then make that top milestone times it by 10 40 the, the, million, problem,
8: or the problem is because then you have a then you essentially have dropped lower level hostiles completely because the event becomes uncompletable but exactly lower level you got to
0: change both aaron because if one ops level right. down is two million then now you go to 20 hostiles. And if one more ops level down is 1 million, now you're at 40 hostiles, but Bubba just said that he can't even hit three levels down, he'd have to drop four or five levels down. So that now is 250,000 points, and now you're back up to 250 hostiles. You yep. see what I'm saying? So you gotta, you, you'd you have to change both. But, you gotta, but you then how is that
3: any different for me as a 42, being able to kill a 49, and now only having to kill styles and I'm done.
0: Because, because they can't do that. Yeah, because they can't. They they don't have the like the the power creep <laughs> in G five. Like Bubba could probably Bubba. Let me just guess. You're an Ops fifty nine now, right? Yeah, fifty nine. Yep. yep. You can you can hit fifty nines.
4: Yep. With
3: with one of my ships.
0: Yeah, but yeah, that's what I'm saying.
3: I, I know that he can't hit that many, but so for
0: him, but he also can't having... punch up.
3: No, that's what I mean. So down, it's not all really. Really, it's just you're going to have to kill the um, mile, the amount, the amount of the milestone, rather than the host- right, Aaron. I'm but
0: out. but in the case of Interceptor Day, Battleship Day, and Explorer Day, he can't. You see what I'm saying? They've it only is, got one is, ship. You can't do that in G5.
8: Um, you can You can't assume in G5 punching up is impossible. It is just another no, thing. I,
4: I know. And, and it's, not it's, it's, it's necessarily right. because the ship can't do it, right? point. it, So not necessarily just because the ship can't do it, but because the range that is required to go from system to system. My my G5 uncommon is basically prohibited from getting anything higher than a 55 or 50 Cicastle. Like, it's, it can't, it's never going to have the warp range to get there.
0: So they're only going to have one ship that can do it, Aaron. And And in Bubba's case, if it's an interceptor, then that means on Battleship Day and Explorer Day, he's going to have to hit down so many ops levels that it still becomes a 200 hostile grind because of the way that the points are scaled based on the level of hostile.
4: So, so again, let's... I, I don't want... Again, we've really yeah, overplayed well, the 50-plus. Well, we're out, say, no, hey, we're we, out we of time. No, that's it.
0: We're out of time, everybody. out of
4: time. I, I want to say that I like the idea of forcing players to choose, right? I like the idea of saying... Well, you're going to have one of these events that's easy, one of them that's going to be harder and one of them that's going to be nearly impossible. I'm not 100% against that. I'm not. I would like it to be a little bit more I like impossible to be not so impossible. I'd like it to be, well, if you go grind, you know, 100 hostels, maybe you can get there or 100, you know, not it to be 800 hostels or 1000 hostels or half of your daily limit, right? That's just an unrealistic thing to kind of expect a player to do in a 124 hour day with no notice, right? With no, like, to, they can't plan around, they can't do it on their day off or something like that. That's a hard ask in my opinion. But the idea of go hit hostels with this specific ship type, that is a slight twist on an event we've been having. And I think that that has some capability to be an interesting event moving forward. Say they release an event, or really the next month, not next month, but in three months or whatever, they release a ship, it's an interceptor, and so they're going to have this interceptor special event that's geared towards that new interceptor. The idea of having hostile-specific or, or, or ship-specific hostile hunting events is an interesting idea that I'd like to see them explore more. So from an event design perspective, I want to say thank you for thinking a little bit outside the box and doing something unique. Now, can you please, for the love of God, fix the milestones?
0: All right. Um, regarding the rest of the event calendar, uh, and we've only got a couple of minutes left, and, and uh, I, will, I'll, I will apologize to some of the audience who might have felt this was very G5-centric, and it, it did end up being that way. Sorry, and, and, It's okay. It, I, I, didn't, I didn't really intend for it to get there, but you know what? The problems that we had this month, outside of assaults, they really were G5 problems, and, and when I look at event calendars, Okay. And and I've maintained this, I've said it all month long. Ops 51 and down, you should have just been loving life this month. You really should have just been loving life this month. Ops 51 and down had no problems with any hostile hunts because G3 Epics with Pike Moreau and Chen can kill ops level 50 and 50 or level 50 and 51 hostiles. All right. You can still use channel fifty-one level hostels. So ops fifty one and down, you had no problems with can, can I, can any I, can event. Can
4: I say something, DJ? To say how much this month was a grind on me. This is this is all I need to say. I was thankful for the Realta PvP event.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh yeah. All right. There you go. B- I mean,
4: that's that's, and you know how much I've hated that event and hated on it, and I still hate it. I was thankful to see that pop up and go. Finally, yeah. something I can do. An event.
0: Something, something you, can you can finish. Do. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ransusi said because he only had to kill sixty reds, and honestly, sixty was probably the low end of most of his hostile hunts because there's still so many problems there. Uh, that being said, Ops fifty-one and down. Let me come back to you. Fifty-one and down. You had a great month. All right. No events were... Crazy enough, you know, probably the worst event of the month for all players, 51 and down, was actually Worm Hunting Day. We got two of those, and and I will even admit, those milestones were bigger than any worm event that we've ever had. Um, Those were significant. And I think, again, again... all right. if you... You want to know why? Because worms cap out at 46 so anybody 47 and higher, they were too high because Scopely continues to fail in recognizing where their content maxes out. Bubba, for the worm event, for example, milestone objectives should have been identical for Ops 46 through 60. Yep. Because that's where the worms cap out. Okay. Okay. You guys have to remember where your content expires. Exchange events, Bubba Joe.
4: So I, 40 I do,
0: through finally, 60 need yep. to have the same milestones. Borg events. <laughs> op 33 through 60, same milestone objectives. Because your content tops out. Go ahead, Bubba.
4: So uh, I do want to say because I don't think I've said it publicly on the show because we you know had our little break there. Hang on one second, Cruzito, did-
0: It doesn't matter. Damage dealt. It doesn't freaking matter. It still comes down to how many hostels, right? Like how much damage right. do you get? I- off, how much damage do you get off a of forty? It's the same concept for Bubba to have a higher milestone than me, and for me to have a higher milestone than an Ops thirty-five or sorry, an Ops forty means that we're ultimately hitting more hostiles because the same hostile is still going to give x amount of damage and the biggest hostile that exists is level 40
4: yeah my shot might be a little bit bigger ever so slightly so that it you know i might get you know an extra five percent damage over what a level 40 person is going to get for an eclipse hostile but it's in the noise right it's it's that's not a significant boost um but what I wanted to say was they finally fixed Eclipse. Thank God they finally figured out a fix to Eclipse. I have no idea if it's permanent. I have no idea if they're having to do it manually. But we finally had, in the in the servers I saw that were still having trouble, they were able to get a fix rolled out so that there was more than one hostel at a time. So thankfully, when Apex just finished running, um, we actually had... Um, Hostels to go hit and didn't make that event just completely painful so thankfully that actually yeah the fix for the very last event that they ran for clear the coast was it was it was a use it it was not a painful event to do so thankfully that was a positive from engineering that they got rolled out as a hot fix
0: Well, engineering was busy this month, at least in the second half.
4: (laughs) They were busy this month.
0: They were busy. Um, uh, I come back to uh, -to free-to-play loot. We'll wrap up with this for the night because we are over our time, and it's almost midnight, and and we're we're approaching four hours, which wasn't supposed to happen, but we were off. I I, I, I think I sort of half-started that. (laughs) Well, we were off. We were off this past weekend, so we had a little bit more, and Bubba seemed very talkative tonight, and You know, I had absolutely no stories and didn't go off the rails at all tonight. So, you know, I blame everybody else. Um, (laughs) Free-to-play loot. Let me give you this. Uh, Significantly higher. 30% higher than our previous best, Bubba Joe. 648,000 total free-to-play loot. That included um, uh, 577,200 from Solo Milestones. 70,800 from ALB top 25 positions. Um, and when I say solo milestones, that also includes gift chests. Yes, Blue Mandalorian, 648. 648,000 free-to-play loot was the final loot count. Um, a lot of players ended up with north of a million. And here's how it was done, but very simply put. 648,000 of that loot was free-to-play, Twenty. Bought you 30000 The other tickets bought you another $151,200. And none of these numbers include any solo leaderboard positions, Bubba Joe. Meaning that all tickets and the $20 battle pass yielded you $829,200 before any solo leaderboards. Solo leaderboards, as we already indicated, there were 18 of those this month and chances are you got something from something somewhere all right also the ALB top 25 spot was only top 25 uh if you got a top 10 got a top 6 got a top 3 then you got more loot from that 829,200 came from 25th place in all alliance leaderboards and no solo leaderboard loot meaning that it was very very feasible for players to have actually earned 1 million loot this month um absolutely ridiculous event store best of all time um and and, uh go ahead
4: and and i think that to me and i railed on the event store a lot this month about how there were things that we felt that needed to be there and were not but at the end of the month um I was afraid they were going to bring back the Battleship Strike team for some sort of, you know, here's three shards, go away. They put the package in the event store, and I've heard a lot of people say, this salvaged the event store in my eyes. Like They they felt that there were things they could put money into, or not money, but event store loot into, but it wasn't enough. They were still going to have all this loot that they couldn't spend it on, and at the end of the month... Do I wish they'd have put it in there from the beginning? Yes, I understand your frustration with the limited time bundles, but at the end of the month, they came through with a package with Battleship Strike Team, and I think for a lot of players, myself included, that salvaged something of the event of the event store.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, no, for sure. The officer uh, bundles were very good. Uh, I would have loved to have seen more availability of the Battleship Strike Team, but at least it was there. That was good. Uh, Ransusi's asking, uh, uh, we know officer costs have crept up. They actually haven't, unless maybe you're just referring to shard count, but no, epics were still 6,000, rares were 2,000, so they were all the same. Metamize says, can you talk about the holiday event store? We actually did at the beginning of the show for like 20, 30 minutes, so probably can't rehash that now that we're four hours if, in. Um, if
4: anything, they dropped the cost if you're thinking about Odo, right? Odo was cheaper than your typical epic.
0: Odo was cheaper, but deservedly so. Um, I did actually end up spending my loot to unlock him. I, I told you I was intrigued by him, Bubba. And I went ahead and did that because, again, I'm not in your boat. So statistics slightly less are important, especially when I'm looking at a whole breach build. So I did unlock Odo. I did also get one unlock of the Elite Cultivated Mycelium Pack. I also got my Pylum Cloak. I, I, and I put the rest into Officer Shards. I mean, I, I felt I didn't buy any Trade XP, which I was wanting to do, Bubba Joe. But you're right. Bajoran Faction is now really freeing that up. That's coming better these days. And then, of course, you know, it's just not impossible to source. So um, I went with the stuff that's impossible to source, like the Pylum Cloak. Impossible. To source, Odo, oh, no. no sourcing present other than the event store, and then of course just I use the boatload of mycelium, all the time. So that was uh, that was a big deal. All right, that was that was a good. Yes, the holiday event store was three thousand, but it was also a different loot payout, so totally different conversation. Um, but yes, the event store very very good and a very uh, high paying arc, and uh, and it goes down in the history books, Bubba Joe, best event store. Of all time, at least as far as currency available. I probably have missed stuff on the notes here. Let's see. We did build defense. We started to talk about grading December holiday events in the store. Okay, we did that. Wow, we did do all the notes. Cool, Bubba Joe. Four hours later. Let's get the heck on out of (laughs) here.
4: got my Christmas present.
0: And I got your Christmas present in there, okay? Uh, Radix says, yeah, I'm not the only one who wasted loot on Odo. Me? I don't think it's a waste. Okay? It's not a waste for me. But someone maybe like Bubba or a G5, because, you know, why should they get anything good in their lives? Then maybe. The only
1: issue with Odo is if you had something else to buy, don't get him. But if that was it, then go for Odo, because he will eventually...
0: You know, tier 5, he's going to be awesome. See, Maximum Hunter says it's a waste, but your op's 55. I think there's there's a... I think there's a line in the sand there, Bubba Joe. All right, it's not a waste for G4. It's not a waste for G3, certainly. All right, so... Uh, Rhino says the Pylum Cloak was a waste. Oh, no, I disagree with that. I disagree with that, but, you know... That's all right. Everybody has their own opinions. Uh, I do want to thank... Everybody who has been here this entire year. Uh, Bubba Joe, tonight, what I'm going to do here on our last show, presumably our last show, I'm going to read every single name off our Patreon list. It's a longer list, but these guys have donated at least some level. I don't, normally, we read $10 plus. Today, I'm going to read all of them because I want to thank you guys deeply from the bottom of my purring heart chambers for contributing to Talking Trek. Visit our website at TalkingTrek.com stfc.com to find our website find links over to twitch where we will be tomorrow night uh, we will also invite you to visit our gold patron where you can also join the list of gold patrons and contribute to the show if you feel so moved we appreciate all of you lord neelix lady cast trader tucker more stuck hostels iron chef virtual army deline lord Contamerhead regis jayberg shady pines Oh man I forgot to turn. Okay, hold on. Let me start again then. Lord Neelix, Vinius, Ladycast, Trader, Tucker, Morse Duck Hosters, Iron Chef, Virtual Army, D-Law, Lord Kynes, Hammerhead, Regis, BK, j Shady Pines, Big Shakes, Pavic, Amaro, Lobot, Auto Obsession, Ripper Once Clickable Banners, It's Hunter, Tagore, Cruzita, Renegade, Grand Susie, Katana, Hank, a 13, DJ, Girl MC 101, Wayfair, Light Nighter, Light Bull, Louis P, Zalvinars, Enfreed, Peppies, Your Mom, Blue Plague, Pez Loco, Chris, Stormbringer, Gopher, Bills Mafia, IG83, Bayonetta, Rise of Hound, Darkside, Luke, Grog, Edward, Fuzzy Games, Thorn, Archangel, Hope, Smoke Mohawk, BJC, Jet Ski, Bubba Joe loves the Pang Mantis, Madam Stargazer, Jason, Patrick, Captain Jack, Moore, Z-Man, Yusuki, Arian, The Professor, Captain Oblivious, and Honey, uh, Steve, Wingnut, Ragsnar, Liam, Indominus, Casey Jones, Goatee, Spock, Ripper's God, and Tash, Chronic Break, This Fella, Galen, Jesus Christ, Wet Willy Joe, K92, Sub Commander, Darth Adamastar, Tail. General Chaos, Warren, A-Fox, Judge Grant, G-Force, Crimey, Baminkus, Captain Q, Drakina, Plain Simple Garrett Game Junior Vegas, and Merlin Water, Cha-Cha, Roar, Scarlet Hawk, Loser, Kendall, Surge, LA Ravager, War Cost me 68,298 Toy Mice, Seb Kino, 7 of 9, Jaga, Johnny 5, Never Go Full Tilly, Breaches, when I, PVP, Noxus Exhibitor, Gulls, Permax, Dr. Link, Ray James, Clueless One, Skizoido, Likes of Bass, 70 by 7, Tom, Welch, Kievo, Fighting Texas, Aggie, Gunner, Mighty Croc, uh, Captain Andrew Stevens, Unimatrix, NC, uh Ensign, Sylvia A Shilly, Darkshift, the Web, Balabomb, Fart Monster Max, King One O One, D Chesty, Nom Garf One, Primal Fear, Antares, Medic 213, Scorpai Genie, Peter, Dark Knight. Oh man, and I cut off I cut I cut off I cut off. Oh, there we go. Hypnofly, Mike strata blaster and pixelate a very long list bubba joe but these are the folks that have contributed any dollar amount at all towards the gold patron program and towards the success of talking trek all throughout 2022 thank you guys so very much i look forward to continuing this throughout 2023 my name is ultimate djs i am your host of talking trek live a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere i am your friendly neighborhood cat person saying meow for now on Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Good night, everybody. Have a great one. We'll look forward to seeing you here soon. Bye, everybody. Good night.